Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. The Rizzuto Show Podcast Powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry Where you get the jewels, not the shaft Online at ninjabling.com Rizzuto Rizzuto The Rizzuto Show Now we got a spike in sales. I don't know why. In St. Louis. Oh, crazy. It is a great song, but it's the goodbye song. Today's your last day. Yes, it is. I'm Job so well sad. done. Don't screw it up. Okay. Thank don't you. screw up your last couple hours. All right. <laughs> you really did excellent, though. I mean, top 11. Top yeah. 11. At least sure. top 11. Yeah, for sure, man. Thank That's you. That's great. That's great. Any, uh, any final uh, uh, questions for the crew here? This is, uh, you know, one of your last opportunities to mm-hmm. ask what you, what you have on your mind. I mean, you're still involved, by the way, in the real or fake competition. That's yes, still yes, of course. Yeah, of yeah. course. You have to submit your picks or um, what might happen, Riz? We will... We'll mark it zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then after that, you're dead to us. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> and the tears are drying up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, the best... Who was the best on their last day? Eight ball. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, Eight ball sobbed, oh. sobbed, sobbed. I mean, I mean, I think she sobbed from show open till sobbed. She was <laughs> told to leave the building because she was sobbing. Uh huh. Sobbed. So think of anything you may have, and we're all ears here. Oh my goodness. 
Um, can I postpone this for a... Sure, you take right. your time. All right. I got to think of a good one. Going to be here till 10. Yeah. <laughs> Going to be here till 10 o'clock, so... You know, think about it, formulate your question, and we'll be here for you. And then after 10 o'clock, you're on your own. We push you out of the nest. Fly, be free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we push you right out of the nest. Uh, you're on your own now. Hey, let's start off with some uh, with some actually good news today. We made another list. St. Louis made another list, and it's a good one. And don't worry, doom and gloom coming. <laughs> don't you guys worry. So I guess this is website, uh, jetsetter.com. Never heard of it, but. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a a travel site? I guess so. I'm assuming. Never heard of it, but they wrote good things about us, so we'll take it. I don't care who they are. (laughs) So they had a list of the most underrated cities. The most underrated cities in the U.S. And St. Louis is number five on that list. Underrated. It's almost like, hey, we out here. Hello, guys. Here we are over here. We're over here. Yeah. We know there's New York and we know there's Chicago and Los Angeles and San Francisco and Dallas and Miami, but we're here too. We're nice. Come on by. <laughs> Doors we open. Things. We got things. We got things here. <laughs> so here's what uh, Jet Setter writes. Chicago gets the lion's share of Midwest love. But this second-tier city to the south deserves a closer look. This year marks the completion of an ambitious five-year, $380 million revitalization of St. Louis's famed Gateway Arch and surrounding parklands, which now includes a subterranean museum and a land bridge that creates the much-needed link between the grounds and the city itself, which was formerly separated by a highway. Not to be outdone, the 105-acre Lamiere Sculpture Park in Sunset Hills, which I've never been to. It's yeah, pretty cool, man. It's awesome. Is that, what's yeah. it called? Did I say it wrong? I don't know. We always said I just Lamiere. Lamiere? Okay. Lamiere. I've never been. Sculpture Park. Yeah. I've never been there either. We're probably, I said Lamiere. That's wrong. We're probably all saying it wrong. <laughs> Lamiere? I'm probably wrong. It's a pretty cool little walk. Uh, not little. It's a pretty cool walk. It's just a huge open field with a bunch of sculptures on it. So the 105-acre... Laumeyer Sculpture Park in Sunset Hills was one of the country's first of its kind and makes for a perfect springtime picnic and stroll. No visit is complete without a tour of the Anheuser-Busch Brewery, now a historic landmark. Before a hearty American dinner at Olive and Oak, whose chef was a James Beard semifinalist last year. Afterwards, rest your head at the Four Seasons Hotel St. Louis, whose highlights include... Dead on arch views and a rooftop pool. Damn. That's the place you could rent a bathing suit. What? Yeah. No way. I believe that's a thing. Very strange words to hear. Rent a bathing suit. Or or they'll give you like a disposable one. Mm. Which I don't know how that works, but. (laughs) All right. Maybe it just dissolves after a long time. I'm not sure. But there you go. See, that's some good news. Yeah. That's very good news. That's nice. Be proud, man. Nice little Midwestern city here to the south of Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'm not really digging the second tier city thing, but that's all right. I consider us first tier. Yep. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
And you're welcome, St. Louis. <laughs> Speaking of Midwest, and I, somebody posted this, had us laughing this morning. You know, we call it the Moondini when Moon just disappears. Mm-hmm. When I don't, when I choose not to waste your time or interrupt your decision. No, the Moondini is rude. Or like, your discussion. Like, listen, or rude. make it all about we've, me. We've come. You, you will agree to disagree on this one. <laughs> okay, well, I feel like the world is agreeing with me. No. No, because I'm not agreeing with you, and he's not agreeing with you. Oh, and you all over the world? You no, guys but are I mean, the you say so this. you're the world? No, but I'm telling you, we, you're, you're the minority in this. I thought we collectively were the Damn world. Damn it, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we are the world, and most of it doesn't agree with you on this one. I don't think people really understand what no, you do. No, I think you paint it so poorly. You paint me. How am I painting it poorly? We're at a place, and then you just disappear without saying goodbye to anybody. That's, that's, there's no more to that story. There's no more here, to that story. The two sides of it are you're in a, a place, and you leave without telling anybody, and everybody thinks that's rude. You leave without telling everybody, and you don't think it's rude because you don't want to waste people's time that are in the middle of a conversation just to say, I'm leaving, right? Is that it? Well, you Is that the Reader's Digest? You think that everybody thinks it's rude. That's how he paints it. Well, I mean, the people who think it's rude or that don't like it, that's why they don't like it. They think it's rude. You think it's more rude to interrupt people just to say goodbye. Okay. Yeah. Right? I just, Reader's Digest version, right there. I just and, want to ask you this one question. And it takes question. 15 minutes. This one question. You have people over at your house. Me and the wife come over. Uh-huh. We're all hanging out. Everybody's having a good time. There's people inside hanging out. There's people outside by a fire. You go inside. Mm-hmm. You go to go to the bathroom. We're outside by the fire. You come back. I'm gone. Do you not text me or do you not question like where the hell did he go yeah well it depends rude it's rude no 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 no, listen to me it depends it depends on the depends on the circumstance and usually when i leave unless the host is drunk or it's if it's a full-blown like party and everybody's just just whatever then yeah i may choose to just dip and without even thanking the host text but usually i will thank the host but i'm talking about the moondini in general is anti going around to every single person going hey man let's let's put all the focus on me for a second because i'm leaving you know what I mean? And doing that—that's that, so not it, ta- it. Yes, it is. It takes fifteen minutes to leave these Let's damn put parties. The focus on me. I'm leaving. That's how it feels to me. I'm trying to not be rude. And it, it, if I'm having a conversation and somebody stops it to say I'm leaving, I'm just like, okay, great. Yeah, you know, like I think you're you're interrupting people's vibe and the momentum of the evening and all that to go around. Uh, and- let's say Tony and I are talking here. We're at a party. We're talking. Hey, and Hey, Tone. There What's are up? circumstances say, that this makes sense, on, obviously. Say goodbye to us. Hey, go, hey, man, I'm dipping out. Hey, so we were just hanging out the other day, and, you know. I had a nice time. Yeah, I had a nice time, too. I had a nice know? time. We did have we dinner hands. that one This is when you're supposed to come in and say I'm leaving. <laughs> but I'm not, because I'm Moondini. Come on! <laughs> I'm already home. No, here's, here's <laughs> you guys are waiting reality. for me to say bye, and here's I'm enjoying. The more, the more reality, go start talking again. Start talking again. Right, so what do really you think? Nice hey, you guys seen Moon lately? Have you guys seen Moon? I think his car's gone. I'm not sure. Do you guys I'm, I'm, know? Was he even here? Listen, yeah. when it's like a huge party, if the four of us were at a huge party, at, let's even say we were at we were at a huge party that. Some random person, like not related to work. We're just at this party. Everybody's just hanging out. We're all having a good time, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you, Moondini, I wouldn't even really be that upset. But here's <laughs> here's three examples. You got to pick your moment. Three quick examples of Moondini where I was like, what the hell? Number one. And my, by the way, we're going to get to the Midwest goodbye. I was yeah. <laughs> Number one, my 30th birthday party at my house. Oh, and but dude, Where you just rolled the hell out. And the only reason you knew is because when the ambulance was there, you were looking <laughs> around for me to be laughing. That's, and, that's, there was an ambulance there. <laughs> That was later on. Much later. Yeah, but that was that type of party. 
Much later, whatever. You can't don't leave the circumstances out. When the ambulance rolled out, I'm like, boy, I wish I could share this experience with Moon. Yeah. <laughs> but he left five True. minutes before because he saw some. The EMT number- is giving CPR and Moon comes up. Hey, guys, I'm leaving. Number two. Yeah. Number two. Guys, I'm going to dip out. Guys, I don't know if you're busy here, but uh, I need to say goodbye so I don't get crap on the radio. When I was DJing at the bar and you came up and you were like, hey, man. And I was like, oh, my God, Moon's here. This is awesome. You've never come up here when I've been here. This is a great time. And then you and Freebeer Dave, you were playing some flip cup, having a good time. Next thing I know, Dave comes up to me and he goes, I guess Moon left. <laughs> Gone. Okay? And finally, number three was Riz's stand-up. When we are there oh, yeah, during yeah, yeah. a work function, all of us are hanging out there with our significant others. We're all in the same spot, literally the same spot, and we look up and you are gone. Uh... First of all, I told you I had to be out by a certain time because I had kids. I, I had to go get the kids. That doesn't... But it, it doesn't matter because I stayed... It takes know, six seconds stayed, to go, hey, I'm out! But, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Especially in that situation. Are you kidding? Come on, man. Like, no, don't, I'm not, no, I'm not kidding. Don't, don't make me explain the circumstance on that one. Come on. Come on! Moon, if I had to there be out... If I had to people be, around if us. I had There's to be a circumstance the to door. leave so I don't get screamed at by a babysitter. If I had to be out the door at 7 o'clock and this thing ends at 6.55... Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'd be out the door at seven o'clock. Let's say the thing He's ended at seven fifty nine. Well, that dude, I, mean, I don't think this argument's going to be won. First of all, if you that. had the same circumstances and you know that if six seconds does not turn into six seconds, it doesn't even turn into ten seconds. It turns. I've into been 10 in situations where I have to get the hell's out right yeah, now, go. and go. you just go. Okay, you go, hey man, I got to roll out. I'll see you later. Okay, yeah, the babysitter's waiting. Now I'm okay. out. See ya. But I told you that before the thing even started. I got to be out by this time. I got to go. Jeff, any thoughts on this? Or are you just going to sit there like just... Do you just want me to interrupt everybody and start talking? I said before this, here's the two sides. Move on to like your story. Your opinion That's, on it. My just, opinion on it is there's, there's circumstances where you here. can there's a circumstances where you can do both. I think I totally agree. I, I right, think there listen. are circumstances where you can do both. I don't. The Moondini only difference is if I was Moondini and after I left, I would text everybody and say, "Hey, dudes, I, I can never I, see I'm, you doing that." I dipped out. I would never do that. I know. But you're not rude. <laughs> Wow. Well, let me talk about the Midwest. Speaking absolutes, everything's black and white. Yes, it is. That's so. Yes, it is. Dark. What a terrible way to live. I'm enjoying myself. (laughs) It seems that way. I'm having a good time. (laughs) Well, let me tell you what the Midwest goodbye is, and I never knew this, and it's it's true, and maybe this is why you, Mundini, I'm about to defend you. (laughs) All right then. And you know he's upset because he's got both of his hands on his mic. Yeah. Somebody on uh, on Twitter, Sally, says the Midwest goodbyes are 45 minutes of continued conversation while your hand is on the doorknob in the tiny entrance area and hugs and kisses have already been given. Yep. Picture mm-hmm. yourself in that situation. Your hand is on the doorknob. You've said your goodbyes. And yet you still can't leave. Yep. You're in the foyer. <laughs> okay. All right. That's when those start coming out. All right. Okay. Oh, all right. So what were those, uh, flaming Hot Cheetos you had on the table? Those yeah. Guys? All right. Uh, then you, oh, then you start doing this move. You start pulling out your keys. You go, all right. And then you take it. That's another hint, like, oh, i got my <laughs> keys. And then it's the phone. I'm rooting for it's my the, keys. I have the correct my keys in my, my phone. hand. Okay. It's, my the, phone. it's the check the phone. Hmm. 6.20. <laughs> what time is it? All right. <laughs> my hand's been on the doorknob for 10 minutes now. <laughs> Actually leaning on one leg. Uh-huh. like. All right. Tilting outwards. I've done the door open and then close too. Oh, like, I'm going to open the door and we're still talking. I'm going to close it. I'm letting all the heat out. <laughs> from now clear on, sign, from, clear sign. I want to leave. From now on, I'm going to walk into parties and walk into places. I'm going to go, 
Hey, how you doing, everybody? I am going to leave That's- in about... Three hours. That's so funny. That's what I do. I kiss you, uh, kiss you, and hug you twice. One for hello and one for bye. Right when I get there. I just want to say hello to everybody, and I will be leaving at some point tonight. <laughs> hey man, just I love, the, just I love the new house, over. and I'll see you later. What is the big concern? It's so crazy to me. I'm sorry. I just, I mean, I, and again, cultural difference. I've said this. I've said this a hundred times to you. You could do you. You do you. I, that it doesn't bother me. But what it does, it, it is very. If I did that to somebody, I would feel like dog crap. Yeah. I would feel horrendous. That's great. I feel <laughs> equally horrendous yeah. when I feel like it's all about you and you're going around and you're interrupting things. This all started. That is insane. No, dude. That and you and think again, that. I, I don't do this at every single party. You might guys just, paint me out to be this monster. Might I just make a point here? <laughs> Magician. God, I hope so. Please. By you thinking it's all about you, don't you think that's a little bit a uh, bit odd? No, because again, all the defense that I've gotten says the same thing. Like, it, are you kidding? Like, dude, it is. You are making it about you. I could, yeah, I could flip that on you. I could flip that on you and I'm say sure you will. the fact that you bounce out without saying goodbye to anybody makes that all about you. Because no, I don't want to waste my time saying bye to people. I'm just getting the hell out. No, I'm worried dude, about me leaving. No, because it, yeah, in certain circumstances, it will for sure come off like that and probably be motivated by that. But that's not that's not when I do it. It's not six people sitting around and I just go put my cards down and stand up and walk <laughs> out. <laughs> Although I. Probably wouldn't feel as bad as you did about doing that either, depending on the scene, depending on the group. Ooh, the chat room just got dark. What if you Moondini? The chat room just what, got dark? What, what, if, what if you Moondini and somebody that you should have said goodbye to dies that night? Oh, Jeez. you ever think about that, selfish guy? Uh, God. sure. Dear Christ. <laughs> what? I thought we were dark. <laughs> I mean, I thought we were dark here. What do you think, I'll, I'll be uh, racked with I gun? like Styx's opinion on this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, um, I think where Moon's coming from is kind of like a newer, I guess, a standpoint. Would you on ever it. do that? Um, it, depending on the situation. I'm not, I mean, growing up, we always said goodbye and hugged and kissed everybody before Normal we left. people do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but if I'm, I mean, I'm I would not do. I'm normal and I'm proud. I would make sure to do that with family. Now, whenever it comes to going out, like at a bar or a party or something with friends, it'll just be a hey, quick. Like, see you later, I'm leaving. Or a lot of people will just see me that's leave. That's normal people do that. Right, <laughs> quick, a howdy. Gonna hit the old dusty trail. See you guys. But I feel like if... <laughs> I feel like if somebody... If you realize that that somebody didn't say goodbye to you, I wouldn't get that upset over it. So, yeah, I so, don't do this at every so engagement. I'm, I'm talking been, like a, a, a birthday party in a bowling alley, and there's 50 I, people I, around. I, 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 think, do, I am a fan of the Midwest goodbye. That's hilarious, by the way. We've all been in the hand on the doorknob. Oh, oh yeah. From now on, this is what I'm going to do. So we're hanging out, and Moon shows up, and he goes, hey, 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 and I'm going to go, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's so appreciated. God, you guys make it seem like I do this at every single thing. It's not done in vain, I don't believe. No, so, no. I'm, it's, it's all it's with the best of intentions, and everybody's god darn time, like you know, in time in, is in money, the thought right? here. I mean, not enough hours in the day. Is that what you're trying to say? Listen, man. <laughs> time is money and of the essence. <laughs> you guys, I, I know painting this picture is awesome and entertaining and fun for everybody. So I'm it just going to I'm I'm let it. <laughs> So far, six twenty-five. I'm having a great time. I'm gonna let it roll. I'll play the villain for laughs. That's cool. <laughs> All right, you're okay. 
Well, well don't thank you. you. Don't you worry. You're well, okay. haven't we come a long way? You're hey, okay, buddy, you're buddy. okay. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Come here, let me tussle your hair. <laughs> hey, the Midwestern goodbye, though, since, since you're an East Coaster, it, have you found that that's kind of the norm? That's an everywhere. Oh, it is? That's everywhere. Oh, I don't know, man. I, I think I think there's definitely like some slightly different approaches. South is is the su- the South is kind of similar to this Midwest thing, but West Coast people are like what's See the ya, bro. Uh, what's the Southern goodbye? Uh, you stand there for three hours <laughs> while everybody comes up to you and yeah. hugs and kisses you, and, and then you have a conversation, and then they do it all again. And, and then they, everybody gives you a pie. I was just yes. gonna say, and they hand you <laughs> food. I've got to get to a point to go. Yeah. I'm leaving. Nah. <laughs> That's the deep Southern goodbye. <laughs> I'm out. Oh, man. <laughs> and, they, and they offer, if you're too tired to drive, they got the guest bed. You can stay in the guest bed. Uh-huh. The, mid, the Midwestern goodbye does have a touch of the Southern goodbye, though, at least like at for my sure. family functions. Because, I mean, it, for example, this will happen on Sunday, leaving my parents' house. All right, we're getting out of here. See you guys later. And my mom will go, don't forget to take some food. And then oh, a yeah. thousand Tupperware. Well, yep. the, like, yeah. the same at, 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 uh, I think at, it's at almost, my mom's house. Yeah. It, it, it's a lot of it has to do with the fact that, and, and I know people are going to go, well, that's every culture, but especially in Italian culture, like Italian moms. I made, it, like, I made extra stuffed shells. Well, I, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we, we have people over. I never get leftovers. I yeah. never because I'm married into an Italian family. Here, take this. Here, take this. Yeah. She's giving away the stove. Here's a TV. I don't... My mom at one point, and this this is crazy. My mom at one point, like I'd have like a buddy come over. And he would come over and he'd be like, hey, I'm going to stay for dinner. And he'd be like, okay, cool. And he would eat dinner with us. And then my mom would go, I also have an extra frozen lasagna for you to take yeah. home. Yeah. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Here's a gallon of milk. Yeah. Some vitamins. And no joke, I do have a frozen lasagna in my fridge. I believe it. Yeah. It's just for emergencies. It, right? it really is. <laughs> it's, it's in the deep freeze. It really, it really is. Like, oh, God, there's a tornado tonight. Just Don't worry case. about it. We got lasagna Just down in there. case. 65 minutes later, you'll have some dinner. Here you go. <laughs> All right, our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. And your emails, Riz show at 1057thepoint.com. All right, Friday fail stories later on. Real or fake results later on. From Super Troopers. A guy. A guy <laughs> who's got a mustache in the movies. No, Jay Chandrasekhar. He's going to be here. Well done. Well done. Just rolled off. Did I look at the paper? You did not. I did not. Because I have it written down phonetically. <laughs> Chandrasekhar. That's, pro, that's a pro move right there. Veteran move. He's uh, Thorny. Mm-hmm. Thorny from Super Troopers. And I believe he directed Super Troopers. Mm-hmm. I think I he's, he does he's, a lot of directing. Wow. Yeah. You know, he also directed uh, Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, as I say, that whole crew movie. is part of the Dukes of Hazard thing, too. He's got a uh, memoir out called Mustache Shenanigans. <laughs> so he'll be here at 9 o'clock, and he's at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. By the way, that sounds like a porno birthday title. of the, uh, yeah. Mustache Shenanigans. <laughs> Does it not? Or a band name. You know, either uh-huh. one. <laughs> uh, Jeff's emails, please. Yeah, this guy here is, I'm assuming, Guy Anonymous, but he calls himself, calls himself out of two first names. He signs the, this email, first name, another first name, which I thought was funny. <laughs> Uh, talking about the Craigslist ads going away in the uh, St. Louis area or or, or whatever, uh, he says, "Hey man, I'm glad it's no longer local." He loves the 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 bit itself, but he's another one of those people that says people have been writing in for the uh, just to try to get on the show, like right. making and, up and ads and to be just thing, to be on the, the show. The whole thing with keeping the Craigslist freak of the week local is the fact that hey, it could be your kid's teacher, right. it could be. 
the mailman. It could be your next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. Be wary. And yeah, people have tried to write Craigslist ads and try to get them, try to get them on the show. And I think we've done a pretty good job weeding that stuff out. And I'm sure we've been fooled too. Oh yeah, we, we've said we've said multiple times that uh, we've had the conversation, there the vocal the conversation, like, "Hey, is this? You think this one's real? You think this is?" is and there are, trying there to are tells too. Anytime the show is mentioned mm-hmm. or the radio station's mentioned, mm-hmm. that's a tell. Or certain language that we use. Yeah, yeah. Or please use my ad on the air. You know, member the. But, no, I'm joking. but taking it <laughs> worldwide now, I think this opens up a whole new. It really a does. A whole new game. And they apparently get freaky in Germany. I mean, just looking at some of those ads, whoa, boy. Whoa. Whoa. I think the past couple of days I've learned more stuff than in the past five years doing. I'll, I'll be honest. And, and there's no way we can, we can use some of these ads because they're just ridiculous. But I think Moon actually talked to me about this ad. The, the one where this guy wanted to, 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 to get bottles of lotion. It wasn't lotion. Oh. And he wanted like hundreds of them. Mm. Um, if you go a little bit more north too, up Scandinavia. Wow. The Canadas? No. Or, or no, Norway. Sc- Scandinavia. You know, Norway, Nor- Finland. Yeah. Oh, that area. Gosh, that. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, can't, I can't say that. No, you can't. And, gu- and guys, just to let you know, the photos that are attached on some of these, yeah, you thought we had a bad here. It makes me happy to live in the USA. <laughs> Dudes, wait till I just show you the front page of this one that oh, I found. By the way, the uh, isn't the show's anniversary Sunday? It is. We started the radio show April 1st, uh, five years ago, right? You guys want to have a party? No. Four I'll be leaving ago. at 2014. My my four years coming up. So. Oh, so four years. Uh, yeah, 2014. Mm-hmm. Four years ago Sunday, we started the show. It's been going all right so far. Yeah, yeah. I would so say far, so. Okay. okay, chugging along. So far, all right. Hear that, naysayers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Four years later. Uh, next, uh, Patrick here is writing in a little something that two of us have gone through, and two of us are gonna go through. Ten-year-old daughter wants Snapchat. He's not worried about the ten-year-old daughter. He's worried about everybody else. Uh, Snapchat is the uh, the one that the photos disappear. Allegedly, yeah. You can- so you hope. Okay. This this <laughs> my my nephew just got Snapchat and he's twelve. Okay. Okay. What do you need that for? It has like fun filters and it has like. But doesn't you know, Instagram have that too? Sure, I guess so. They don't have very but, good filters. Snapchat, but, Instagram, Instagram. Doesn't. But but the thing is, and on on Snapchat, especially with him, as long as you monitor who the friends are, and you keep it to like, hey, these are your friends. I mean, you could say the same thing about Facebook, too. Of course you can. Yeah. Of course you can. And about Twitter. But here's the thing with Snapchat. Snapchat is, and they do have a section where they have, like, stories from ESPN and Cosmo Magazine and things like that. But with Facebook, it's it's an open world. With Snapchat, if me and you are friends and you are my only friend, you're the only person I talk to on Snapchat. You can have that setting. So it's just me. It's just you. That's it. Why, uh, Why does she want Snapchat? He doesn't say. He does say that she is a very responsible person for a 10-year-old. And all it says is she wants to install Snapchat, and I'm not convinced to let her have it. What are your thoughts? I'm more worried about the crazies I, out there. I think 10 years old is is 
young for social media as it is. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I think yeah. 39 yeah. is too young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that, but <laughs> I do agree with 10 being too young for social media. Yeah. Because that means that she has a phone. Yeah, I think 10 years old is now the time where kids are getting phones. Mine, oh, we just man. had this discussion last night. Mine got theirs at 11 because of the whole bus and middle school and stuff like that. Well, my nine-year-old has a phone, but it doesn't serve as a phone. It's just for FaceTiming me and her mom, and uh, it's, you know, Wi-Fi connected. You know what I'm yeah, saying? My it's, nephews it's turned Wi-Fi. 10 last year, and the big gift was the phones because all yeah. their other friends have phones. It's not the greatest reason to do it, but that is definitely a reason to do it. Everybody else has it. Everybody else has it. And it sucks because be if you one. don't have it, then you're the one who's out of the loop with all the communication when they're not around each other. Yeah, oh, you don't definitely. have a beeper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have a beeper. That was high school. Gotta have a beeper. Yeah. You too young for beepers. Man, innocent times. Yeah. I didn't get my first cell phone until I was 13 years old. You ever tell somebody to hit you on the hip? Hit me on the hip. <laughs> whenever you, uh, Bust me on the belt. Whenever you're ready. Hit whatever 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 sophomore in high school was is that's when I got a cell phone. But then again, and I know this this makes me sound old timey, but I'm really not. That's when I mean cell phones started to get popular with everybody around that time. Yeah, I didn't get my first cell phone until I worked at a, in radio. Hmm. And I remember the radio station got cell phones back in 98, 99. And it was a big deal. The promotions people had to return their the promotions people got cell phones to go out on events mm-hmm. and had to return them to the cradles yeah. in the office. I was the same way around after here. the gig was over. Yeah, when we would do remotes, we would actually do the call-ins on a cell phone, on, on the promotions department cell phone. Yeah. yeah. Our first ever, this was a couple of ownerships ago, uh, but the first ever promotions uh, cell phone was one of those bag phones. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Here comes the air personality walking into their bar remote with a bag phone on oh, their yeah. shoulder. It was awesome. <laughs> Anybody else's uh, folks have the phone in the car? Like, oh, literally, yeah. literally the car phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My dad had installed the cradle. Yep. That's what my dad did, too. Where, I mean, it, had, it, it had a cord. It had the cord. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get the little microphone that was like right up by oh, the. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He ran it up. It looked like a lapel headrest. mic. <laughs> Through the headrest. Yep. Dad, can I make a call? Nope. Hell no. No, nope. it's like five bucks a minute. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> my dad would call my mom to let her know, like we were coming home from softball or whatever. <laughs> he'd call and be like, "I'm on my home." I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "Do you know what the bill is? The bill's like seven hundred dollars." Yeah, <laughs> we basically only have this if we need to call in an airstrike. <laughs> you make a call. What are you nuts? That's five bucks a minute. And then, and then when you do make the call and you're talking to somebody, it sounds like you're talking from inside of a plane's engine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like you enough to have you make any calls from this car phone. Yeah. For emergencies only. Next, Jeff. Uh, oh, so so should should she get the Snapchat account? Uh, I, say, I, I say, say no. I say no. I say no. Ten is a little early. No. Man, we're square. Mm-hmm. Next. Brandy's just emailing in to say thank you guys to all of us. Uh, her fiance is in the Marine Corps, is away at boot camp, and he is the one who got her listening to the show. So now she listens every single day. She writes him every day, and that she actually writes him and gives him updates on the show. Oh, that's nice. So Brandy is, uh, she's... Uh, he can't get us on the podcast? Uh, that's why I, I emailed her back and said, hey, have him check out the podcast. You yeah. Spotify or whatever. Spotify, so. the... Uh- the iTunes. But it's cool that he is, first of all, doing what he's doing. Thank you very much well, for that. You. But also, he was uh, an evangelist and got her listening. So. Well, thank you Yeah, for everything. Your service and your evangelism. Yeah. 
One more, Jeff. Yeah, Vinny is in New York. Or he's originally from New York. Uh, the 845? Vinny, huh? Yeah, Vinny. Shockingly. <laughs> there are a couple of those over there. <laughs> well, Vinny from the 845. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Actually, uh, that's where my mom is in the 845. I wonder if they know each other. Ask him. Ask Ma, you she, know Vinny? You know Vinny. Which oh, yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just moved to the area a few months ago, and he's looking for some good pizza. He's been searching for the closest thing to New York. New York slice pizza is what he's looking ah. for. For about eight months, and he hasn't found it yet. Please help me. Ah, there's, I mean, there's... Pizza Hut. Yeah, they have Pizza Hut in New York. <laughs> well, first and foremost, <laughs> describe to... Sparrow's. Give me, give me a New York slice. I mean, like it's, a Sparrow's it's, it's kind a, of style no, is what you're saying. Not, no, no. That, that's not... I don't mean the taste and everything, but I mean the look and... From, it's, as, a, as a St. Louis guy, is it best to explain it? It's, it's a, it's a like thicker the, like crust. It's not thin. But, but, the, but the actual like triangle part is thinner... More floppy, so not crispy. Thin crust, you think of Emos. Right? Yeah, not crispy. Okay. Yeah. But that's a little too thin. So it's a little thicker than Emos. Uh definitely not Provel. Right. Cut into triangles and folded and eaten. I'll tell you what, you remember when and this is this was a while ago, Pizza Hut put out the New Yorker or the big New Yorker? Do you remember that? Yeah. I thought that was pretty close. I don't think I ever had that. Uh, you know what's good? And I and I frequent this place. I go with my son a lot. It's uh, East Coast Pizza. Mm. Great. In, in the Valley? Great. I've seen it. I've never been. I mean, they got everything from the buy by the slice to garlic knots. That's pretty good. They do a good job. Racanelli's is good. Yeah, Racanelli's is good. There you go. So that Racanelli's is considered like a New York slice kind of kind of. Yeah, pizza. yeah. Okay. But East Coast Pizza, and I think they're a, a subsidiary of uh, of Epic Pizza, right? Oh, I think are they really? The same, I think they're the same people. Oh, nice. But I'll walk into East Coast Pizza. I'll get a hey, hey, oh, hey, it's a me. Yeah, see, like that. When I think, when I think, when I think East Coast, like New York pizza, I think of that thin. Where when you pick it up, yeah, when you pick it up by the thick part of the crust, the triangle part of the pizza is flopping down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Just think Ninja Turtles pizza. Yeah, Vinny, you could find. I, I don't know where Vinny lives. He didn't say. You said he moved to the area. But for a good slice, I would travel. Well, I mean, it, it was important enough for him to, to write into the show. Can I ever now, tell you so. about my first experience with St. Louis Pizza? Huh. What happened? So I'd moved into the Central West End. And I'd asked a friend, hey, uh, where can I go get some pizza? And uh, he had meant to tell me Racanelli's because there's Racanelli's on Euclid. I don't, is, is it still there? On Euclid? I'm not sure. There's a bunch of Racanelli's. So yeah, I was on Euclid. I, I was yeah. living on Maryland Avenue. Okay. He said, yeah, he meant to tell me uh, Racanelli's, but he told me Cecil Whitaker's accidentally. So I said, yeah, I, I remember seeing Cecil Whitaker's. Because it was right across the street from the library, the Cecil Whitaker's on, on Euclid too. So I walked down there and I said, uh, hey, let me get... <laughs> I, I still haven't lost my accent. Hey. <laughs> hey. Let me get a slice of your finest pie. Let me get a slice. And they said, we don't sell by the slice. And I said, okay. How do you sell? We sell by the inch. Okay. All right. I'll take a three-incher. <laughs> I said, uh, I'll take an eight-inch eight inch pizza. I said, do you want anything on it? I said, no. I said, people get stuff on their pizza here. Okay, I'll take uh, pepperoni on it. Okay. 
you're regretting your move in in your head right now, weren't, weren't you? At that I time? had no idea there was a St. Louis style pizza. That's funny. I had no idea there was such a thing. I thought pizza was pizza. How ignorant of me. <laughs> now you know. So they make my pizza, they put it in the box, plain white box, and I walk it back to my apartment. I'm sitting there on my couch. Ready to dig in. I open it up. I go, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? First of all, it's cut in a, in, into squares. And it's got some kind of viscous cheese on it. I don't know what what this is. <laughs> and I called up the friend. And I said, "What? where the hell did you send me? Said, this, is not, this is not pizza. You go to, uh, you, you know, you go to Racanelli's? No, you sent me to Cecil Whitaker's. Oh. Oh, yeah, there's a big difference there. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Very big difference. So, Vinny, I feel you. You feel like a fish out of water. Mm -hmm. And there's a chance you will get used to St. Louis pizza. And I have. I have. I really, truly do enjoy, hand to God, on my kids' lives, Lena's Pizza, which is... St. Louis through and through. Yeah, it really is. <clears throat> we just got to get you on the uh, cheese on a salad train. That's that's that that's is going to be. And, and listen, that's going to be an uphill battle. And four years ago, <laughs> when this show started, you were still not St. Louis style pizza. I was guy. not on board. Hmm. But you give me a Hot Shots pizza, you give me a Lena's pizza. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. I've really made the turn. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that now. You know that there's Provel on it. Yes. Like as long as you know that, hey, this pizza has Provel on it, yeah. you're okay. Before you were like, what? What is this? I don't like the surprise. <laughs> we're expecting one thing and get the other. Right. Yeah. But that first day, I'll never forget the sh the, the shock of opening on that that box and going, what is this <laughs> garbage? This is not for me. I uh, tried it. I'm in the Midwest. I tried it. I'm like, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vinny. Good East luck Coast to you. Pizza's good, but but try to branch out. Don't make the same mistake I did, which is dug in. You got to kind of open up your mind a little bit, right? And you can't be so you can't be so smug about it, which I think was my problem for many years. Yeah. You know. Yeah, people from like Chicago are like that with their you know with that thick thick pizza as well at times. I'm happier for it. Look at me. I'm smiling mm -hmm. or trying, trying to, you know. And now here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. Right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is from St. Louis. It's Andrew Wendell. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Wendell goes to work by 6 a.m. every day so he can start streaming the Riz show right away. And he'll listen as much as he can all the way through. And he goes to a lot of point concerts. He's had the pleasure of meeting Jeff and King Scott. He's met Moon. So myself and Patrico, Andrew says, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Bring it. And Andrew says, you guys are the absolute best. I would be honored to sport the Team Riz jersey if I'm lucky enough to be chosen. You got it, buddy. Coming your way. Andrew Wendell, the Team Riz member of the day, gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz.
Pseudo Show. You uh, called the ex with your kids yet for Easter? We're not doing it. Oh, you're not doing it? Nah. My daughter has no interest. Not even in a good old-fashioned Easter egg hunt? It's it's too... it's She's too young for that, man. I think she's way too young. She's not even three. Like, we're going to hide the plastic eggs. Yeah. Or the Easter bunny's going to hide the plastic the, uh, eggs. We're going to do the, uh, the egg painting. Or the egg dying tomorrow. Like, I think, like, honestly... Always it, ends in a fight, by the way. Always. <laughs> So I saw this. I saw this at Walmart the other day, and I was blown away. They have like plastic eggs that are designed. You can't open them or anything. They're designed to feel exactly like a real egg. Oh yeah. And you could dye those. You can color oh, them. You can nice. paint them. And I told my wife, I said, what we should do is we should get some of those and let her like finger paint them. Yeah, that's fine. Because like, I think like that sh- she would dig that. The whole dying thing, like she's so impatient right now. Like that wouldn't. Yeah, no, my kids are into it. I, they're older though. Yeah, I would say maybe start next year, Tones, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Next year, like, okay, so so fall of this year, we're going to Disney World. Yeah. And I think she'll be three and a half. Like, oh, this gonna is. Be, that's going to be fun. This is. Mm. I'm excited, dude. I'm super stoked. I'm super Get excited. Get the fast pass. Oh, we've got fast passes, and she's doing the bippity boppity boutique oh, and all right. kinds oh, of stuff. The biggest yeah, thing that, that you need to pack with you is patience. Oh, dude, I've been so to Disney World before. Not, not with a three-and-a-half-year-old is what I'm saying, dude. Are you allowed back in the Bibbidi-Bobbidi boutique? No, I think by then I can't. <laughs> is it do not serve I this can't man. email them. Do I not know let that. this man in. All right, time for some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. Join by March 31st and get free enrollment and no contract. All right, this is serious. An endangered person advisory was issued this morning for 13-year-old Amanda Mankstall. She was reported missing just after 10 p.m. last night uh, when she was last seen on North Grant Street in Deloge, which is about an hour south of here. And according to the Missouri State Highway Patrol, Amanda left the area on foot. She reportedly suffers from depression. She's five foot eight, 108 pounds, blonde hair, brown eyes, last seen wearing a dark hooded sweatshirt, jeans, and black Converse sneakers. Anyone with info is asked to call please 911. Another jewelry store hit yesterday morning. Robbed. The Diamond Shop on North Central and Clayton hit around 10 a.m. yesterday. Another daytime robbery. And the robber walked into the store, asked to be waited on, pulled out a handgun, told employees they were being robbed. He put some jewelry in a bag, took money out of the cash register, and before he left, he had the female employees take cash out of their purses and lie on the ground and count to 120 when he left. The robber described as a black man, about 30, 40 years old, 5'10", medium build, scruffy beard, Wearing a red hooded sweatshirt, had a tan backpack with a broken strap and a Michael Kors logo. He was also wearing a red Chicago Bulls hat with a flat brim. I guess he told an employee he was from the Chicago area. And he was picked up by an accomplice at a newer model red Hyundai Azera with no front plate. So this would be the fifth jewelry store hit in the past couple weeks. Does it make it even more terrifying for you that it's in the middle of the day? Yes. Because that means... It's 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 zero F's given. Like they are yes. they are here with no yes. Like let's do it. And again, police are not saying if anything's connected. You know, it's a douchey thing to rob a business anyway. But to Tone's point, if you are knocking a place over in the middle of the afternoon, that is desperation. I don't care what happens to me. I hope I get away with this. You know what I mean? 
No cloak of darkness. No nope. wallets closed. Nope. And how about being a jewelry store employee nowadays? You hear that ding of the door open. You're like, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all need to protect yourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, will posting a security up, a security guard up at the uh, at the door help? Is that going to help? I doubt it. I mean, it can't I mean, hurt. maybe an armed security guard, maybe it'll maybe yeah, an armed security guard. Yeah, yeah. don't get him a chair because if he sits down, he might. Yeah, fall we asleep. learned that from yeah. uh, George Costanza. <laughs> but then again, it, it falls into okay. Yes, this will prevent this from happening. But now you have to have another person on your payroll at all times. Every, all, all the sure, time. you know yeah, what I'm saying? Another, like it's another person to pay. Uh, two guys, 32-year-old Michael uh, Michael Murfield. Uh, he's from Collinsville, and 26-year-old Dalton Lamaster from Glen Carbon facing charges for holding two women at gunpoint and shooting at two others coming to help him. This happened on Wednesday. Wednesday night, Michael and Dalton were holding the two women at gunpoint near the intersection of Collinsville Road and Harvard Place. Why? I have no idea. And cops said that the two knew the victims. So they've been charged with attempted first-degree murder, aggravated discharge of a firearm, and aggravated unlawful restraint. The two women were eventually let go unharmed. Oh, thank goodness. Police are investigating a double murder-suicide that happened in Florissant on Wednesday. Police got a call just before 1230 in the afternoon about a uh, welfare check in the 1400 block of East Duchesne. Cops got there. They found three people shot dead inside the house. The murder weapon near one of the bodies. Police are saying they're 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 thinking it's a domestic thing. And the victims were 29-year-old Yolanda Navoa, 31-year-old Giovanni Navoa, and six-year-old Yelena. Very sad. Four men in Madison County are accused of using a 20-gauge shotgun to rob a kid. Jeez. Dakota Cox, Alex Spanheimer, Dakota Bryson, all 18, 24-year-old Michael uh, Lashia, charged with armed robbery. Cobb said they back on uh, January 23rd. They used a gun to steal money from the kid, all four being held on a $150,000 bond. And uh, finally, locally, man, this is interesting, this story. And uh, I didn't know this, and, and you guys live in St. Peter's. There's a, a city ordinance in St. Peter's that says you have to have at least half of your front uh, front yard with grass. Like hmm. half of your front yard needs to be grass. Wow. Turf grass, I think they call it. I did not know that. But then again, I've always had grass. So hmm. I did not know that now, that here's was an the thing. ordinance. What if you're allergic to grass? Are you still required to have grass in your front yard? I mean, it's on the books. So Carl and Janice Duffner, they've lived in the same house in St. Peter's since 2002. And they planted a flower garden in their front yard with no turf grass because Janice is allergic. Some neighbors like their garden. Some neighbors don't like their garden. And somebody complained back in 2014. And the Duffners were told that they were in violation of a city ordinance. But they said that putting grass in the yard could hurt Janice because she is allergic. And the city gave her a variance, agreeing to only 5% of grass in the front yard. The Duffners refused it and filed a lawsuit. 
And yesterday, a federal judge ruled in the city's favor, forcing them to grow grass. And the judge said the city can keep fining them for not complying or even lock them up in jail. And they plan to appeal. You see the overhead view of their house? No. I saw what the front yard looks like. Where's their house? The one that has zero grass? It's a nice house. It's a nice house, but look at I mean look at the the uh, listen, I get that they they that they put the flowers in and they kind of tried to work around the system. If you're going to put the flowers and stuff in, you got to tend to them. Yeah, did, take a look at their front yard. There's a lot of flowers. And there's like a trellis. Like th- this is it, right? Yeah, it's I mean, it's almost this. it's yeah. almost one step away from looking like a Sanford and Son, if you ask me. I don't know. The pictures, at least I saw. And I understand. And this is this is an unfortunate situation, because hey, you got to have this. Well, I'm allergic to this, but you got to have it. So they said, hey, we're gonna try and put these flowers in and all that stuff. That's great. But again, like I said, if you're gonna do that, you got to tend it and keep it short. I guess it's the point, you know, who's a city to say what I should do to my house, right? And don't don't they own the land? Yeah, but I mean, I guess there's like homeowners associations. Sure. I was gonna say, yeah, 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 there's, yeah, there's there's that. But here's the other question: They've been there since 2002. Why is it just now an issue? Well, somebody complained. Somebody complained. Complained. I know, but why? Why now? Is, is it because probably, of because, because the overgrowing of that? Somebody probably moved into like, the neighborhood because they don't like what's going on in their front yard with all the flowers and the wow. trellises. And, People hate flowers, apparently. What did you see it? Would you? Yeah. Well, if they, if this was your neighbor, would you be okay with it? Yeah, I'd be fine with it. There's I a house. There's a I house. I, I I really wouldn't worry about it being that mu- that much of my business. I this mean, one, why, this why one. does it affect you this this much? This one's fine. At least the picture, the state it's in, in this picture. There's a house by mine that is probably violating this exact same ordinance. That is a absolute disaster. But still, uh, I mean, it it sucks. If they moved in the house and the ordinance was already there. That sucks. It also sucks that they couldn't uh, take the deal with five percent. Yeah, can't you just put a little strip, little yeah. landing strip somewhere? And, and, and here's a little, <laughs> little sauce packet of little some sauce, sort. Sauce packet yeah. But, <laughs> but it also is, it also sucks that somebody that is allergic that maybe have maybe has like a, a, a real medical condition can't get um, can't prove that in some sort and, and, and get a. I'm sure she could prove it. And listen, what about there's grass all around them in the other houses? Yeah, right. yeah. Here's another point too. Maybe somebody moved into the neighborhood and said. That's ridiculous. I'm going to report in 2014. Or maybe one of their neighbors tried to move. Yeah, and said they and can't somebody sell comes their in the neighborhood house. and goes, "What the hell is that? I'm, I'm allergic to honeysuckle." Door. No, or somebody goes, "Ah, I don't want to move in a neighborhood with that." I'm not moving next door to that. You think something like that could lower property values? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Again, the the state that it's so in in this picture. Moon, are you good. looking at this? Look at this picture. I'm looking. I'm, I am. I am. Is it the same picture? Yeah, and look at the picture next to it in the same article. It shows it from a different angle. It kind of looks nice. Are you talking about that one? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't look terrible. That, that that looks fine. I mean, I don't know. Again, I don't know what season. Are those or what weeds all is. around there? No, you talking about on the on the border? Yeah. Like no, that's like it's like an it's like a flower, like an. Is like that a, a zoysia? <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. Uh, and uh, you know what? Speaking of, uh, is there grass for? What is it called? Non hypoallergenic yeah, grass? AstroTurf. Maybe? Put an AstroTurf. Put an AstroTurf. Gra- yeah, gra- the, 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 what do they call it? GrassTroTurf. What the, what the stadiums use now, where it's like grass yeah, with I don't the cut up tires underneath. I don't, I don't know if whatever. you can, though, with the ordinance. The ordinance is saying turf grass. You got to have turf grass, which is, which is regular grass. Which sod. is grass, yeah. 
I mean, you know, maybe they can just go look. If yeah, people are really prank. all fired up because this is a little bit overgrown, how about you trim it back a little bit and then we're all cool? I, I've listened. It's, but just, there's just bigger things to worry yeah, that's about. That's what I said. This. I'll put the 5% God. in. What's 5% of that? Uh, some, Sherry in the chat room said that they interviewed the next door neighbor and the next door neighbor loves it. Yeah, the next door neighbor loves it. The person directly next door is okay with it. And there's also the side of, are they being okay about this? Are they being, you know, jerks about it? Their lawyer says that they could take this up to the Supreme Court. I mean, it's a property rights thing. Like, what can I do on my property? Is there not anything else in this neighborhood for them to worry about besides this, is all I'm saying. If this was all trash or, you know, rusted out. Lawn furniture or something, I get it, but man, it's it's greenery. The one by my, my house, God. the one by my house is a disaster. And and Jeff, I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, again, and and it always sucks to go back to this, but it's a it's on the books. What's like, on the it, books? It is a rule. I mean, it is a rule. What's a rule? That they have to have X amount of grass. On no, the I understand property. that. Yeah. No, I'm not disputing that yeah. at all. I'm just saying if people are fired up over. What they've replaced the grass with? You're That's with what, the one that complained. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. My God, you guys ever but seen that? If, dis- but what if, what if, like Moon situation, and there's a house on the block that just <laughs> you ever seen that Discovery Channel show where it's like after it's called After People or something where it shows overgrown? How, yeah, how the earth would just take back the cities and that would yeah. That's exactly that. what this house. Would looks you have like. a problem with that, Jeff? What, with what exactly? There's like weeds everywhere. Oh, just, sure. Yeah. Just unkempt. Yeah, absolutely. Completely. I definitely would have a problem with that. But I don't consider this unkempt. Maybe it's subjective. I don't know. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Because obviously somebody likes it and somebody doesn't. Right. Yeah. Enough to complain. So I, we'll I, I'm I saying I, couple, I see both sides of it. I do. I just don't understand why. I feel bad for this couple because they've spent thousands of dollars in lawyer fees for the right. past couple of years trying to fight the and and, the and is there not a spray that they can put over some grass to keep the allergens in there or whatever i and it's also probably not cheap for them to k- keep this up yeah you know it, it's probably a little more expensive than just watering your grass yeah mm. so yeah if you could look up some pictures judge for yourself Somebody says, no egg hunts at that house. <laughs> no, you ain't finding crap in there. Hey guys, this is Bert Kreischer. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Hey, Riz. Happy birthday. So, a uh, big thanks to listener Sean for uh, dropping a whole bunch of stuff off for us. Yeah, thanks, man. I guess for the anniversary of the show on uh, Sunday. Four years. So, got us a cake and some gifts. Thank you, Sean. Dude, that's, that's awesome. Really cool. Yeah, you man. really Thank didn't have you. to. You're listening is, is President Up. Mm-hmm. Plus, he... I know he tweeted... He tweeted at us, I think, last weekend and said he was going to bring something by. I said, no, I'm like, dude, you don't have to. You reminding me that it's the anniversary is president up. I had no idea. You really didn't? That April 1st is the yeah. four-year anniversary? I'm, I, I, that is that is burned into my brain. Maybe, uh, maybe when we passed it or I saw it you know, on a calendar. 
Because I'll never forget just because I remember how many people were like, this is the greatest Saber Food joke ever, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how many times I, yeah. I, I honestly we're said to really people. We're really slow playing this. I honestly said to people, <laughs> I remember, I was like, if this is an April Wait Fool's a year joke. year five, see what happens. If this is an April Fool's joke, on April 2nd, you could come down to the radio station and punch me in the nose. And then people were like, please be an April Fool's joke. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Four years later, we're still here. We are still here four years later, and we can't thank you guys enough for being there with us. It's, it's really appreciated. Thank you guys for making the show the success that it is. And number one for four years. Look at that. It's amazing. Hey, real quick, before you move on to the uh, national news stories, going back to the St. Peter's with the grass, mm-hmm. somebody in the chat room here, she says, I'm allergic to grass, and you know what I do? I stay out of it. And if my neighbors cut the grass, I stay in the house for a little bit until things in the air clear. I don't know the severity of this chick's allergy. I was going to say, yeah. there's different different levels of it. Although, if you look at the aerial shot of where they live, there's grass on either side. Mm-hmm. Like, on, on the neighbor to the right and the neighbor to the left, they have full lawns. Yeah, my oldest is, is allergic to, to dogs. We have three of them. She doesn't lay down with all three of them. You know, she she can pet them. She can take them outside. She can take them for a walk, but she can't like lay down and spoon with three mm-hmm. dogs at one time. Does it affect her though? It's I mean, sometimes it does. If she lays with, sits there with a dog, one of the dogs in her lap for 20 minutes right. and pets, yeah, she'll get, you know, some, uh, a red bump here or there or whatever. Yeah. But you know, there's different severities. Uh, this had me, had me cracking up during the break. Easy stub on Twitter. <laughs> Wrote, St. Peter's has an ordinance for grass. However, the city told me they could do nothing about my neighbor's eyesore. Pool deck, but no pool. <laughs> and he, he put a picture, and it is a above-ground pool deck and no pool. Ooh, yeah, I want to see this. And no oh, pool. Oh, it's pretty terrible looking. Oh, it is terrible looking. And funny enough, it's like in the morning, so everything is blue. And I said, not to mention the blue air in your neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. It is a pool deck with no pool. Oh, it looks And St. Peter's, you cool with that? Well, I mean, this, you know, this that, person that, probably had a pool, and now they don't. No, I think see... it could also have been ten years ago. No, I think, they had a pool. I think they're <laughs> planning on having a pet giraffe, and or, that's the uh, that's the corral raising for it. coyotes. Or this is the start, <laughs> UFC St. Peter's, uh, <laughs> the octagon. No, you see the condition of that pool deck? It looks like it's been there for a yeah, while. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying like they the pool probably was there for a while too, and the pool probably just fall fell apart. So they got rid of the pool, and now it's about time to get rid of this deck. It oh, seems like it's harder to get rid of the pool. You see, you can still see the ladder. Oh, well, maybe it's an invisible pool, and they're still using uh, it. Yeah, Wonder Woman lives next door. <laughs> uh, Under Armour, the sporting apparel company, they announced yesterday that they have suffered a major breach in which the data of at least 150 million users of its food and nutrition app, MyFitnessPal, it's been exposed. Their info. The company said the breach took place in late February, and they became aware of it on March 25th. And the affected information includes usernames, email addresses, and passwords. They do say social security numbers, driver's license numbers, and credit card numbers don't appear to have been taken. And Under Armour says they don't know at this time who may have taken the data. But if you have my fitness pal, they say just change your password. Boy, when I saw that story, I immediately pulled out my phone. I was because I have an Under Armour logo on my the thing that I use, but I use Map My Run, but it's also an Under Armour thing. Yeah, but do you really put information in there? No, I mean you can. You can do it to where it's almost turns into social media. 
How far Jeff runs? <laughs> I, I connect when I had it. I connected mine to Facebook. So now what we know about Facebook, they basically they knew when I was going toilet. You know, uh-huh. they knew everything. Uh-huh. They need that info. <laughs> hey, before renting your home, uh, you may want to consider all the possible things a tenant might do there. A woman in Massachusetts has filed a federal lawsuit accusing her tenant of using her house on Martha's Vineyard to shoot parent videos without telling her. All right. Well, duh, she didn't tell her. This is a little over the top, the reaction, but I can understand her being pissed off. But the woman who owns a house says filmmakers used, quote, nearly every room of her home for their porn production purposes, including bedrooms, sofas, dining room tables, and laundry room appliances. Stairs. She says the discovery has caused her emotional and psychological distress. And a lawyer for the porn company says the allegations in the complaint are unfounded. My buddy rented out his house and he went and he searched like on Google, he searched the the, the tenant's name and uh, on YouTube, a video popped up. They shot a music video inside the house. Yeah, but as long as they don't damage it. That was the thing. He said it was very like, and it wasn't like, you know, big booty hose popping everywhere. It was like a very like, it was a, the the part that they filmed in there was like the guy and his mom, you know, like so. Yeah, listen, I can understand the woman being upset, especially them using the appliances for sexual purposes. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they put tarps down and Febreze things yeah. after, I'm okay you with got it. it. Let's do a little steam cleaning, throw up some <laughs> sheets somewhere. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we might want to look it up, but somebody says all the Map My apps are affected by this breach. Oh, oh Jeff. Boy. You best be changing the password. The Damn Map it. My Walk yeah. and Map My Run and all that stuff. It is affected? They are all affected. Oh, the article I read last night said they weren't. That's so I guess some, that's new this morning. Yeah. Somebody, again, double check, but somebody yeah. in the chat room said that they deleted theirs. Thank you a, for the heads up. Yo. There's a 29-year-old woman from uh, Pensacola, Florida, Crystal, Crystal Amerson. She woke up around 4 a.m. on Sunday with some really serious stomach pains. And she figured she'd got some food poisoning from the Chinese food she'd eaten earlier. But the pain was so debilitating that she wound up calling 911. And the ambulance got there around 6.30. And at 6.59 a.m., she gave birth as they were driving to the hospital. Wow. Not to a food baby, a real baby. (laughs) She didn't have a food baby. It was a real baby. I see the end of the burrito. Oh, God. It's not a burrito. Uh, Are we crowning? It's a baby. (laughs) Oh, that one always gets me, by the way. Boy, she, it turns out she was uh, 37 weeks pregnant, but had no idea. No idea. And she was having the stomach pains because she was in labor. And the doctors say it's crazy that she didn't realize she was pregnant, especially since she already had another kid. And she knew what pregnancy symptoms felt like. But she says she didn't get much of a belly, didn't have morning sickness. Was the kid, kid healthy? Didn't feel any kicks. Yeah, they said the, the new baby are doing well. And the mom. Wow. And she wears scrubs at work. She, she didn't notice her clothes fitting differently. Wow. And it's nuts how, you know, parents go... And take the prenatal vitamins and watch what they eat and, you know, go to doctor's appointments just to make sure everything's all right. And then 
somebody who doesn't even know they're pregnant gives birth to a completely healthy kid. That's the, that's one of those things that will, I'll never understand. How you can be pregnant and not know it. Don't get it. You're not a woman. Right, that is true. Jeff. There is a uh, 9.4 ton uh, Chinese space station that's been rocketing around outer space in uncontrolled orbit since 2016. And it's on track to crash into Earth on April 1st. And that's not a joke. And there's a website, NJ.com. They reported that this week that, uh, or they reported this week that um, New Jersey is in the space junk's path. But so is pretty much half the planet. What? Of all places in the United States, Jersey is the place (laughs) where space junk will fall. (laughs) Mind you, in some parts, they will not notice. I was going to say, if it hits Newark, nobody will know. Even in space, they go, hey, junk, let's head to Jersey. Jersey. The Garden State here is nice. (laughs) There are some very nice places in Jersey, Jeff. Oh, I'm sure. Yep. Very, very rich places. Uh, What's the place that all uh, all of our tour buses always get robbed? Um, Newark. No, no, it's it's uh, Camden, St. Louis. <laughs> no, that's Vans. No, it's um, it's like famous. It's where after they passed the law where you can't have the buses in the in the city anymore, right by the bridge. What's that town right over there? Uh, Hoboken. No, nah, some with an S. It's weird. It's not Weehawken. No, but you're on the right track. It does sound uh, uh, something like with an S. Weehawken. Secaucus. Secaucus. Yeah, I, I think that's it. Yeah, what a disastrous place. Yeah, that area over there is not the best. So if the space trunk hit over there, no no big deal. Although a 9.4 ton anything falling from space is, is a big deal. But uh, New Jersey, according to this website, seems to be in the path. They're saying that the, it's, it's likely that it's going to go there. But the Aerospace Corporation says the station's possible point of reentry could be anywhere between Northern California and New Jersey. Oh, my goodness. Wow. As well right. as southern sections of Europe and much of China and Japan. So... Well, let's hope it hits in between and hits in, in the sea and we they, can recover. They also insist that there's uh, statistically no chance of being harmed or killed. The odds of it harming someone are vanishingly small. As I say, somebody needs to call Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck and get this under control. No nukes. No nukes. And here's what they say. Our scientists calculate odds of you being hit by debris are about one million times smaller than odds of winning Powerball jackpot, even if you live in a high-risk area. Really? Yeah, who's to say they're they're not lying? Yeah, tell that to the people that lost their homes to jet engines falling on their, their <laughs> houses. Remember? I mean, that happens. Yeah, I mean, every once in a while you read a story about some airplane, you know, dumping their dumping their doo-doo and a house destroyed by, quote-unquote, blue ice. Right, yeah, blue ice. <laughs> <laughs> Space poop. Don't eat it! Don't eat it! Don't put it in your mouth! <laughs> You know, after that fatal crash in uh, in Arizona, Uber plans to stop testing self-driving cars in California. And the company is going to let its state permit expire tomorrow, meaning that, quote, any application for a new permit will need to address any follow-up analysis or investigations from the recent crash in Arizona and may also require a meeting with the department. And that's from the California DMV deputy director to Uber. So as of uh, earlier this week, Uber had already stopped test driving uh, these uh, these self-driving cars in Arizona. So that, that fatal crash was a huge setback for the company. Yeah. And the whole self-driving cars thing.
Uh, big news this week, according to a new study. Your kid's rubber ducky is a cesspool of dangerous bacteria. Oh, yeah. I think we learned this uh, a year or two because of the hole in the bottom. and uh... Well, researchers found that when they cut open the rubber duckies, almost all of them had murky water inside. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Filled with fungus and bacteria. And the bacteria in about 80% of them were bad enough to get somebody sick. So what should you do? The researchers say you should either buy more expensive rubber ducks that are made of uh, like high-quality polymers or throw out the rubber ducks your kid plays with on a regular basis and swap in new ones. I'd, I'd throw out one of the toys. We got you know some cheap bath toy that was like a Mickey Mouse and a Minnie Mouse. It was like the whole set of the whole crew, you know? And I remember when we were cleaning out the bathtub one day, what the hell is that? Like, why Why does Mickey Mouse look like he's been, like, covered in, like, moss almost? Oh, and I looked, moss. And I, lo- and I looked, no, and I looked, and it was inside of it. Oh. And it was inside of it. And it's because if, if like, your kid soaks up, like, the rubber ducky, they'll put water in it, you know, and then they squeeze it and it shoots it out. If, if you don't squeeze it out, it just festers oh, yeah. in there. It sits in there and funks out. Yeah, I'm like, get this out of here. Yeah, I think there was a study. We I think we mentioned it uh, a couple of years ago about the three top, the list of the most dangerous things for your kids. You know that are in your home. You know one of those and that would fear be one holes. Of them. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think that was always the number one. Yeah. People are saying in the chat room, super glue the whole shut. Cool. Yeah, Let's give our kids super glue to put right in their mouth. <laughs> mm-hmm. It won't squeak. Just give them a real. No, you don't. Just give them a real duck. You'll be fine. No, I'm talking about you know you super glue it and then all of a sudden they're putting it in their mouth and I mean, that you're saying that that super glue can't fall out of that hole. Not if it's super. <laughs> Just glue. Yeah, that's yeah. why they call it super glue. Okay, super because tongue. it's super. <laughs> that's right. You but get super glue says. on your fingers and it's forever for Please life. Save. Take a bath. Clean yourself. Let's go. And that's your news brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts America runs on Dunkin'. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Major League Baseball season got underway yesterday. 13 games. Two of them got suspended because of weather. The first game uh, was between the Cubs and the Marlins. First pitch of the game, which was the very first pitch of the season, this happened. Gone forever. Hepatitis, see you later. See you in hell, big boy. Oh, we're back to that. <laughs> hey, look, it's baseball season. All right. <laughs> Here's what actually happened. First pitch of the season. Ian Happ hit seven home runs in spring training, five of them leading off the game. I expect him to take a pretty healthy cut here if he gets a juicy-looking first-pitch fastball from Urania. Urania to Happ, and a drive to right. Go, baby. What were you saying, Jenny? Yes, sir. Go See ya. That's unbelievable. Believe the season it. has begun. <laughs> Believe it. Sounds like it came off an aluminum bat. Did you <laughs> yeah, hear that? It, it was yeah. a weird sound. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton for the Yankees. He hit two home runs against the Blue Jays, but Matt Davidson did him one better. Dude hit three home runs for the White Sox wow. against the Royals. Unbelievable. Whoa. That made Davidson just the fourth player to hit three home runs on opening day. I think the, the game. Well, Yadier Molina hit a two-run homer during his first at-bat nice. in the 2018. 14th consecutive uh, Cardinal start, by the way, for uh, opening day for him. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Also hitting a home run, Jose Martinez. He went three for four. Got himself a solo home run. Cardinals lost nine to four. Oh. 
Two teams back at it tomorrow afternoon in New York. First pitch scheduled for 12-10. Michael Walker gets the start. I knew they were going to suck. Tomorrow afternoon? Mm-hmm. Why don't they play today? Come on, think about it. Why don't they play today? Why don't they play today? Just because there's so much rain this time of the year, they always leave the day after opening day just in case there's a bunch of rainouts. Oh, is that, is that true? I believe so. I may just be making that up, <laughs> but that's what I was told in the past. That's what I've been told in the past. your arms crossed even. You believed it. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what I've been told in the past. It does make sense, though, because if it rains terribly, I'll look it up. most See. games are canceled. They yeah. got that extra day to, hey, we'll do it. Opening day will be here instead. Because April showers bring May flowers. You got sure. that right, Riz. Although it's March. Although it is still March. That is also Technically. true. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> moon. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the Blues are back in action tonight against the Vegas Golden Knights. It's a late game. Puck drops at 930. I think if- I'm okay with that tonight. Yeah, weekend game 930. I'm okay with that. 930 tonight. If the uh, playoffs were to start today, the Blues still hold on to the first wild card spot ahead of Anaheim. Washington and Toronto both uh, clinched playoff spots. Blues play the Coyotes tomorrow night in Arizona. Puck drops at 8. I just want to let you guys know tonight's game is important. I agree with you. Some great information. Hot take, guys. Hot take. (laughs) Hot take. Uh, if you found yourself watching this year's March Madness and you thought to yourself, it's been one of the craziest marches in college basketball history, it's true. This year's tournament actually has the maddest in history. Of the 60 March Madness games played so far, 20 have been won by the lower-seeded team. By the Sweet 16, two number one seeds were out. Xavier, which lost to number nine, and Virginia, which lost to 16. That, the first time in history. Also one of the maddest things ever, the magical nun to the uh, final four at Loyola Chicago. I mean, they've been uh, touting her around like absolutely crazy. And what's even cooler is the fact that it's been a wilder NCAA tournament since March Madness expanded to 64 teams back in 1985. There's a bunch of complicated math that prove the numbers on why this has been so crazy. Time.com has a rundown. It's really cool. And 2018 has a madness score of 2,935, which is the highest by far. So That's a hot take. That's funny. Uh, The Houston Open is happening right now. Tiger Woods sitting out. Now, it's no surprise because Tiger has never played in the tournament before the Masters, but some thought he may play this year. Currently, Sam Ryder leads with 8-under. Most notable name in the top five, Ricky Fowler, is tied for fifth at 6-under. Kevin Durant, been out of action for six games with a rib injury. Came back last night and got ejected from the game before halftime. Uh, it's his fifth ejection of the season, which is the most in the past 15 years. If you're curious, the Warriors ended up losing. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. There is Uno Show headline. Right, let's go to Tuscaloosa County, Alabama. A narcotics task force uh, last Saturday tried pulling over 52-year-old Stephen Dawson, a suspected meth dealer. I say tried. Two firsties. Dawson? Oh, yeah. Dawson is a first name? Dawson's he, Creek? He's even got a creek. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, anyway, uh, Stephen wasn't pulling over, and uh, the chase was on. It all ended when Stephen crashed into a concrete barrier in front of a... Come on. Liquor store. Front of a... Police station. Walmart. Come on. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Stephen jumped from the pickup truck, ran into the store... He was apprehended near the produce section. Ain't nobody can find him here. Near the melons. And inside his crashed out truck, a bunch of Xanax, four ounces of meth, 
digital scales and an unknown liquid and an unresponsive 41-year-old woman in the front passenger seat. She was taken to a hospital for treatment. Stephen, surprise, surprise, no stranger to the law. He was indicted last month on possession of meth, and he's got a criminal history dating back at least 17 years. Domestic violence, DUI, drug possessions. Back in 04, he pleaded guilty to making a terroristic threat after he told a cop not to come to his house because he had the right to bear arms. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. So there you go. From Tuscaloosa County, Alabama, Stephen Dawson. Today's Headline Hoosh. So I had a buddy of ours, uh, collectively here on the show, uh, text me yesterday saying the McGregor-Mayweather fight, the MMA fight, is happening. Hot take? He said it's official. Well, he's got some information. He said that... it's official. That's a hot take. If, if that's the case, he's got some information <laughs> that uh, the world does not. Because I have an article right here that says that the news yesterday was Floyd Mayweather finally broke his silence and said, I'm going to fight, or I would like to fight MMA. Right. And I am training to fight MMA. So Floyd Mayweather is training to fight MMA. And he says he hopes to fight within the next 12 months. This is his exact quote. Ready? I've thought a lot about fighting in MMA. Right now it's 50-50, but I've already started training and hopefully be fighting within a year. Really don't know yet if I'm going to fight. Everything takes time. Fighting is nothing new for me. Fighting barefoot is. So does he say the date that he's fighting McGregor? <laughs> so is that, does that mean it's it, official? That's it right there, right? Confirm. It's, it's, it's not. Where do I send confirmed. my $80? For the pay-per-view? Yeah. Yeah, the hot dog cart guy's waiting by his phone yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. He just yeah. wants the call. Hey, if it happens, we'll do it at my house again. <laughs> we'll have the fight at my house again. He says he's going to be working with wrestling guys and jujitsu guys. I bet you it's going to happen. I don't know. You don't think so? I I don't know. I I, I he don't know. said, and I don't know this world like you guys do, but he has the reputation in the boxing world as he doesn't really like a lot of contact. Right? He likes to dance around and throw punches here and there and right. not get hit a lot. MMA, it's pretty tough to 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 stay Ooh, away man, from somebody. I would love to see it. I'll I, let, oh, no, I'd see I it bet, for sure. I would. I would if I had to guess. Do I think Floyd Mayweather fights MMA within 12 months? Yes. Do I think he fights McGregor? No. I think he fights like yeah, yeah. Hoist Gracie or and like somebody. Really? No. I think he really? fights He fights somebody that's 50. You, yeah, I bet you he does somebody else. And here's it's the other thing, too. It's got to be McGregor. Yeah, this, I would think so. If there's, a business, oh. if there's a group of businessmen or there's a business guy behind this, which there always is, yeah. they do this kind of stuff and they put out these quotes and they get this guy training and they try to see how much it would be valued. So to, he's generating interest right now. Is what they're generating interest. So putting if out the feelers. An, if enough interest come out, of course he'll do it because enough money well, will be involved, just like the last fight. Count me in as interested. Same. Because I am interested. Mark one down. I'm just saying, if the buzz falls flat, this will go probably nowhere. Because the guy doesn't want to get his ass kicked, and he probably will on MMA. Oh, yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. You think that's a legacy tarnisher? Yeah, but I think he's also smart enough to go, screw legacy if there's a billion dollars on the table for him. I mean, remember the last uh, time he said it? A lot of these it? guys live off their legacy. Yeah, maybe so. But remember the last time all of his quotes were about money? He's like, I don't care what, what you say about me. I got X amount of millions for this, for, yeah. for seven minutes of work. I don't know. I hope it happens. Not really seven minutes, obviously. All the training. I, I thought, because I thought the McGregor fight was good. Mm-hmm. The boxing match last summer. Or was that last summer? Mm-hmm. Yes, and yeah. I'm sure that Mayweather made a little more exciting by not knocking him out within 30 seconds. Yes, 
It's a business, though. But I was I was entertained for sure. And I had that feeling of being, you know, a kid again and, and going to my grandpa's house with my dad and all my cousins and watching Mike Tyson fight. Right. It was an I event. I had that feeling again. It was an event. Staying up late. I remember my kids were, I remember my daughter fell asleep on the floor trying to stay awake for that 11 o'clock flight. Do you think that will ever come back, by the way, just the, the old um, Goliath on Goliath? I mean, obviously, we're, we're into this and when the Pacquiao's and all nah. that's all lightweight, fast MMA. That's where we've sort of gone. Do you think the, the days of the two giants trying to kill each other is gone? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I can't tell you why, but I think it's uh, I think it's a thing of yesteryear, unfortunately. I used to really enjoy those times. Number 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. Friday fail stories still coming up. Real fake results. Jay Changer Sekar, he's going to be here from uh, Broken Blizzard. Did I not say it right? No, you're nailing it. I think you, you said you, it too good. Yeah, it's like we, if you get a dog, it's going to be named Chandra Sekar. You're so good at saying it now. Thanks, man. I'm going to screw it up <laughs> when he's here. You know him from Super Troopers and soon to be Super Troopers 2 and Club Dread and Beer Fest. Dude, you know that's a few weeks away. Like just a few weeks away. Well, do you remember when Steve Lemmy and Kevin uh, Heffernan were mm-hmm. here? Yeah. Farva and uh, Officer Mack from Super Troopers. I think they were just starting to get their crowdfunding together. Yep. I think he had said that they had just filmed that little teaser type thing, which was basically for the crowdfunding yeah. video, and that was it. But that they had it ready, they just needed to get the funding, get the filming done. Yeah, I think they were right about to put that online and try to get the funding together. And now, I mean... Well, being on here is what really kicked him over the that's top. That's what I'm exactly yeah. thinking. All right, yeah. He's Jay's. probably Jay. The Jay dude's probably here to cut us a check. He's, he's coming by. <laughs> I was gonna say he's coming by to say thank you and give us a tip. It's also uh, sadly sticks his last day. Oh. Sure makes me sad. Yeah. What a day to go out though. Friday fails. Uh huh. You get to hang out with Patrico and Jeff uh-huh. and Riz. Uh-huh. And, That's true. Yeah. And Jay Chandrasekhar. Yeah. Uh huh. Chandrasekhar. Chandrasekhar. You got it. You oh, got Patrico, it. Patrico, by the way. I forgot to mention this. You. You lived my nightmare this morning. Oh, <laughs> my God. Somebody came over to your house? <laughs> Did somebody smile in your general I think direction? you're good for the week. <laughs> that's, that's about it for you, Moon. Go on tour or something. <laughs> See you, buddy. See ya. Hey, man, you attacked my Moondini thing. No, let me tell you what happened, Moon. And everybody knows where exactly where this is. Right by Mercy Hospital, 270 southbound. Where it splits on 40. So you can go eastbound 40 to the left, westbound 40 to the right. Okay. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm on 270 south. I get off at 40. I go eastbound on 40. And I'm like, hmm, something seems a little weird. There's a car coming directly at me. Oh, going we- that's going- the nightmare. So coming westbound 40, going 270 north on the 270 south side. On the, on, under that bridge, that little sweep. Under that bridge. But they're coming. They're on the other side. They're coming from... They're coming from they're coming westbound from 40, 40 yeah. going 270 north you, on the side. Oh, my god! How gosh. do you get there? How do you make That's that? what I was going to ask. You you have to be going eastbound 40. You have to be going east on westbound 40. 
Yeah, but you have to be going there for no. a while. I was going to say, so when yeah. you saw them, it didn't just happen. No. Or and, wait, can they, and can they call? Could they have come from Ballas since it connects there? Could be. I don't know. But oh, I did yeah. call 911 to report this because, and, and I'll tell you my reaction. I called 911, and when I said, they said, where is it? And I said, he's going northbound on 270 South right by Mercy Hospital. And she goes, we've already alerted officers. We got a call a few minutes ago saying they were on 40. Oh, my Damn. gosh. So, but- Here's say, my, what kind of car you go? I don't know the one with the bright headlights. Here's my reaction. Headlights. Here's my reaction. Huh. As I'm getting off on that little loop going under the bridge, and I see these lights coming at me out loud to myself in the car, <laughs> I go, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then I was like, this is not happening. Because at first I thought maybe on the shoulder, like no, maybe they that's, were that's and the maybe they were coming back that, and trying to go. Hour. And what's the second nightmare? When he called your cell phone. Oh, yeah. When you call my cell phone at 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm like, well, somebody's either sick or my alarm's going off. (laughs) Somebody's calling out or there's an alarm. And then the third nightmare is somebody actually coming over to my house. (laughs) The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Not necessarily in that order. It was terrifying. It truly was. I can't imagine. Did you for one moment have a thought of, oh, my God, am I going the wrong way? No, but I thought, oh, my God, he's coming right for me. Yeah. And I've never been more awake. (laughs) I was wide awake. All right, it's time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis' only frozen pizza made with 100% real Proval cheese. This Corey Feldman story keeps getting weirder and weirder. If you don't know, a few days ago, he said he was sitting in his car uh, with his uh, bodyguard. A couple people rolled up, stabbed him with some sort of knife or syringe or something, and then made off, and he's flipping out. He goes to the hospital, gets checked out. Uh, as of yesterday, the cops said, "Hey, man, we didn't. We, we're not even sure that he got stabbed yeah, he, he or whatever." Big posting on Twitter and social media saying, "I was stabbed. I was stabbed multiple times in the stomach. Never showed a wound of any kind." And today, there are pictures of the cops taking pictures of the wound, his supposed wound. So here, the story goes that they have checked out his car. And there is no evidence of any fingerprints or any foul play whatsoever on his car. And there's pictures of them of them doing that. Uh, they took tests. They drew blood. And he has no dr- and a urine sample, no drugs in his system because of the quote-unquote stabbing. Did they take a stool sample? Because that tells everything. No. Everything came back negative. Check. And this is, this is their words, not mine. Doctors didn't find anything unusual around the scratch around Corey's abdomen. He says he felt a sharp object slightly, now he's saying slightly penetrate his skin, drawing a tiny bit of blood. Doctors didn't find any evidence of a puncture from a needle or a blade. Police weren't able to track down any surveillance video of it either, and swabs uh, taken from his car for potential DNA. Zero leads, nothing. So. I'm not saying he's lying. I'm just saying they can't find any. I read it could have been evidence. It could have been a road rage thing. Yeah, I saw those words as well. Could have just been a road rage thing. Whoever was driving his car was driving like an a hole and cut somebody off or did something, and somebody came at him. Yeah, but he says it's people conspiring to kill him, or he could just have a dumb driver or a bad driver. Anybody? Probably, Probably not. Yeah, but. Ren and Stimpy fans in the house. Oh, yes. Uh, Very sure. much so. Oh, loved it. Uh, John Crick Falusi. The creator, The yes. creator has now been accused of sexual harassment and predatory behavior of two women. And if, man, if you want to see some creepy-ass photos, go to BuzzFeed News, dude. Because these two women that are, are complaining, Robin Bird and Katie Rice, 
say that they became friends with him when they were 13 years old. They wrote him as fans, aspiring wow. animators as well. Robin Bird and and continue on with the story. All right, in Bird's case, she ended up becoming his live-in girlfriend and interned at his company when she was 16. He was 39. She says the situation got crazy, and then she abandoned her dreams of being an animator just to get away from him in 02. Now, Rice allegedly endured years of sexual harassment while working for him. At one point, she says he masturbated on the phone (laughs) with her before she was 18 years old. Oh, no. His reps have yet to comment on the harassment allegations. His lawyer denies he ever possessed child pornography. That wasn't even mentioned in the article. But if you go to that BuzzFeed article, there are some creepy-ass pictures. There's one where one of the girls is, was it 16 or 17, in a bikini, laying out on her stomach, and there's a picture that he took from above. Look up, uh, when I was a kid, on New York Public Access TV, there was a woman named Robin Bird. See if you can look that up. Robin Bird, New York Public Access. And she used to be on there, and she used to interview porn stars and review sex toys. Why didn't I know about this show? That's her. Oh, she's a former porn star herself. There she is, Robin Bird. Gross. Whoa. Hold on a second. The picture of her from back in her porn days, this is going to sound really bad, but she looks really familiar. Like, like that. Per- oh, you know what? No, she, it looks, she looks like Suzanne Somers in that in that in like that picture, that pose. Robin Bird. That uh, haircut. Yikes. There's the picture I was talking about, Tone, right there. Let me see. Yikes. That's a little little creepy. Uh, That woman who who accused Ryan Seacrest of grabbing her crotch multiple times while she works as his personal stylist is not going away. As a matter of fact, she's gone to the police. Uh, She says, quote, I recently contacted the LAPD and filed the police report, so I'm guaranteed a real investigation this time. Uh, She adds also Ryan's team of lawyers who are also representing Harvey Weinstein do do not intimidate me. If Ryan was so innocent, why hasn't he called me a liar or sued me or uh, presented evidence of my so-called extortion? Because he wants it to go away. Uh, ain't going away, apparently, because she's gone to so the cops. So she's gone to the cops. So she's she's got evidence? Cops. I guess so. She doesn't say what she's gone to the cops with other than, hey, this is what he did to me, so we shall see. I touched upon this a while back, but this is this is getting uh, kind of ridiculous. I'm not sure why this isn't a bigger story other than the stars in this aren't huge stars. But does anybody remember that Superman prequel, Smallville? Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kristen Kruk and Allison Mack were on the program. They were on that show. And they dealt with, like, regular teenage drama, that sort of thing. And, man, there's some real-life stuff going on with them. These are the two that are connected that, to that supposed uh, sex trafficking with this guy named Keith Rainier in upstate New York. Well, oh, he's like a sex cult. Yeah, the sex cult. And he's been uh, taken into custody. And there's some video of it, which is pretty crazy. And you can see Allison Mack there. And supposedly, these two left Hollywood after hooking up with this guy. And they hel- they have helped him recruit girls into this supposed sex slave ring. Uh, it all started wow. with this with this uh, company that you sign up and it's like 15 grand and you go and you and you learn how to be a better business person. And then there's a subculture under there, uh, this uh, this company called Nexium, and Nexium supposedly is recruiting women, and this Allison Mack helped him uh, to recruit women to be sex slaves and even branded them with the two of their initials. And I've seen a picture of the branding. Do you remember the the actress Catherine Oxenberg? Yeah. Do you remember that name? She hasn't been in Hollywood for quite a while. Her daughter got roped into this and is still there. 
and I've seen a picture of her brand in this they, sex cult. Yeah, and they brand the girls down in their crotch area as well. Oof, and it's it's crazy. And so he's been he's been taken into custody. So we shall see. Allison Mack uh, po- supposedly is going to be the next one uh, taken into custody. Uh, Riz, I hate to not tell you this ahead of time, but there could be a cast change for a Star Wars character, one of the most beloved, probably the most beloved character in the franchise. Well, if it's Carrie Fisher, I'm yes, sure she's Carrie not going to make the next movie. Right, but do you recast it or do you just leave her out of it? I thought you just leave her out of it. I thought, yeah, I thought they would either leave her out or do very minimal CGI. Or if you are going to do it, you make it way in the future and make her an old grandma. Well, that could possibly be it because the rumor is using Meryl Streep as Carrie Fisher. As Carrie Fisher's character, yeah. Like as Princess Leia? That's, that's, no. I can kind of see that. Can you? Yeah, I don't know, in a a weird way, yeah. Made up the right way. So like for Star Wars 9, I guess it would be? Yeah. Something to that effect. So so far, it's it's not a bad idea as far as fans are concerned, so fans are not not liking it no they are they are okay with it why don't they and this is gonna be one of the most morbid things ever why don't they just kill her kill her off yeah like i mean i mean there's a way to write that in there yeah like the first like the first scene of the new movie just kill her off yeah yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know what you talk about? Star Wars Nine, Star Wars Ten. There's another one coming out in June. This one here that Mark Hamill was uh, is actually one of the guys that's going. Hey, we're doing too many of these. I don't know if you saw any of this or not, but he said he's actually gone to is it Disney that owns the rights yeah. now and said, Hey, why don't we pump the brakes on this a little bit? We're doing too many of them because it seems like well, there's one out a year now, that right? That Han Solo comes out and it sucks. Yeah. Well, is it is it the fact that it's sucking, or is it the fact that there's so much of it now? Because it used to be an event. Hey, man, it's coming up, and I got to buy it. Now there's one a year. Does it take the shine off? And I'm asking because I'm not a fan. I don't know. It was an event last year. Is it going to be a, an event with Solo this year? I don't know. And Rogue One did well. Oh, Rogue One did great. Yeah. Uh, don't forget Solo, directed by Ron Howard. Remember, he took over for the other guys yeah. who got fired. So, hmm. you got a good director behind it. Yeah. And speaking of uh, keeping going with old ideas and that sort of thing, the reboot bug has definitely bitten Fox, a network, very hard. The biggest beneficiary could be Tim Allen and his show Last Man Standing that was recently canceled. Remember when it was canceled, it was like, hey, the ratings were fantastic. Were they paying him too much money or was he too conservative? And uh, it may be coming back to Fox because of another very, very conservative show, the revival of Roseanne did so well, and it is very conservative that they're going, hey, Fox may bring back this show. I think that's the misconception. Love the show. It's not a conservative show. It's one of the characters. Well, the main character is a Trump supporter. Right. But that doesn't make the whole show conservative. Well, I think that's the perspective, though, is what I'm saying. That's the that's what everybody thinks from the outside looking in. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Hey, man, ratings are ratings. And I loved that show, Last Man Standing. When the reruns are on, I sit down and watch it. It's hilarious. If you watch it, all right, Jackie, the sister, you know, she's got the Women's March hat on. And she's a, you know, she's a liberal in the show. The, the, the grandson is gender fluid mm-hmm. who wears skirts to school. I'm, I don't know. Well, it's kind of down the middle, but... Right, and one of the reasons why I bring that up is the reboot, revival sort of thing is so red hot in Hollywood right now. Here's a list of other shows that have come and gone that should or 
may be coming back very soon. How I Met Your Mother, they're redoing that with How I Met Your Dad. They've been they've been talking about that for a long time. Right, and that's that's likely, quote-unquote, coming back. It's currently in development, what it, says, what it says here. Other possible reshoots, reboots. Married with children. Mm. Mom and dad need to be available first. Married with children. Why? Leave that alone. Well, you could say this for this entire list here. There's only two. Except for Roseanne, though. You know what I mean? That's true. That 70s show. I don't see how they could afford to do that. New and cast. Do you think so? You could do that 70s show. I could give show a crap with, with the new cast. I'm, I'm telling you, you, you can, just me, you can make, you can, you can call, who who got together, Eric and, and the red-headed chick? Weren't they together? Yeah, the only one that's a big so, star out of that, well, all right, Mila Kunis. Yeah, the, the two Kutcher. of them. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, yeah, the, so, the, but, so, and then Danny Masterson is caught up in the sexual harassment yeah. stuff. But that's why he's out. is on Orange is the Laura New Black. Laura Prepon. So you get Laura Prepon, you get Topher Grace, and they're now the parents, and their kids are... Uh, yeah, I don't think Topher yeah, Grace would do it. He's the one who left. Right, that's what I'm saying. But they tried that 80s show. It didn't work. Yeah. Oh, you know what, though? Horrendous. Topher Grace is the one who left that screwed up the whole show because he wanted to go be a, a movie star. So why would he come back? Oh, because his movie career didn't really. He was Venom in Spider-Man. And the other one, Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, Frankie Muniz. He don't he need had, the money. He's had some brain trauma. Oh, that's true, yeah. He yeah. thinks uh, today is spaghetti. <laughs> he, you read an interview with him, he says he don't even remember his time on Malcolm and the He's the one who did well with this money, though, right? Was it him that I'm thinking of? Yeah, and then he became a race car driver. Yeah, that's that's the guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, finally, The Weeknd has released a new six-song EP, everybody. It's called My Dear Melancholy. Remember when we talked about this last week that he's going to be, uh, oh no, it's a complete no, and utter surprise. surprise. There's a couple in there if you want to want to preview Last them. night, he just put out music, The Weeknd. Yeah. No fanfare, didn't, nobody knew. Matter of fact, I've so seen I was going to say, I've seen a screenshot of him, that he, uh, a message he sent his quote-unquote creative director saying, hey, should we just drop this Friday? Let's put it out. That was it right there. Here it is. I think this is called a Call Out My Name. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this one here. Not the same song. I was just going to say, say. You just hit the same button. <laughs> All right, in theaters this weekend, the big release is Ready Player One. This is a uh, Steven Spielberg movie based off a book. It's the year 2045. People can escape their harsh reality in the Oasis, an immersive virtual world where you can go anywhere, do anything, be anyone. The only limits are your imagination. Critics, 78%. Audience, 80%. I'll be uh, seeing that tonight. Uh, crappy birthdays. All celebrities celebrating a birthday this weekend. Celine Dion is 50. That's your girl. Piers Morgan, 53. She got a lazy razor, uh, river around the house. You know that? No. She really? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Look up Celine Dion's house. That's she has a lazy river awesome. around the house. No way. Uh, MC Hammer, 56. Paul Reiser, 61. Eric Clapton, 73. Angus Young Holy is 63. Cow. Look at this thing. I think he saw a picture of it. Christopher Walken is 75. Rhea Perlman is Dumb. 70. Mm. Yeah. yeah. 
Danny DeVito gets to do that whenever he wants. Yeah. St. Louis' own Randy Orton is 38. Joe Francis from Girls Gone Wild, 45. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He was the voice of Kit in the OG Knight Rider. He's also Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. William Daniels is 91 years old. I don't know that. I don't know those were the same people. This is the most beautiful house I've ever seen. You see the Lazy River? It's got a slide oh my God. From it. space, She's you can see one, it. one, two, three. I mean, there's essentially four giant pools, including the uh, the water slide into a lazy river. Yeah, nice, huh? Wow. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Vanessa Del Rio. Today's birthday girl has rounded the bases more times than Mark McGuire, Hank Aaron, and Barry Bonds combined. In 223 fine films, including Appointment with Agony, <laughs> oh, man. National Pornographic, <laughs> Backdoor Bonanza, The Joy of Humiliation. Oh my God. Porn <laughs> in the USA, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Gulp? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Vanessa Del Rio is 66 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that right there is your crab on celebrities. Would you agree to be in anything with agony in the title? Mm. <laughs> oh, okay, Gulp? KPNT, HD1, Collinsville. St. Louis. This is the Rizzuto Show. Powered by Jameson Caskmates. Grab your drinking buddies for a beer and a shot. On 105.7 The Point. Something happened. Sounded great. Well, I think my fine, levels man. were off a little okay. bit. Something was. I, I, I don't think it was terrible. DLR was harmonizing. Something was. Something was up. Oh yes. <laughs> Friday fail stories sponsored by Mort's Royce Jewelry. I tried the to, exclusive jeweler of the Royce. Tried to spice it up a bit, guys. <laughs> There's your first fail. Failed. Uh, there was an Easter event in the, uh, uh, I guess, uh, Mojave Valley. Arizona last week, and uh, candy-filled eggs were dropped from a crop duster, you know, for the kiddos. Sure. And now the County Department of Public Health released a notice warning residents that the eggs used may have been contaminated. The Post went on to say that it appears that the tank of the crop duster was not rinsed out. Oh, come on, man. (laughs) Jesus. And the eggs covered in herbicide. Oops. Failed. I would think that's a pretty big deal 
do you do you remember the story that we had? This was this was years ago about how there was a fire and somebody used their crop duster and they filled the tank with water, but they didn't rinse the tank out. And then yeah. when they dumped it on the crops, it ignited the fire even more. Yeah. Well, they're saying like, hey, kids, do not eat the candy. And anyone who's touched the eggs, wash their hands thoroughly and remove and wash their clothes. All you got to do is give it a quick spray. Yeah. Happy Easter. Hose are down a little bit. Nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, excessive sweating, or urination. Those are the symptoms of being poisoned by this stuff. There you go. Here's karma for you. A 34-year-old guy from Vero Beach, Florida, tried stealing money from a drop box at a church. Tried. Key word here. His arm got stuck. What was he stealing the money for? Drugs, of course. And when the cops got to him, his, car, his arm was actually still inside the box, bleeding heavily. Oh, my gosh. And after officers freed him, he was transported to a hospital for treatment and then arrested on burglary charges. Jesus said, you wait right there. Failed. I do not think so. You stick around. Dude, we had, a, we had one of those at like the youth group at our church and somebody stole all the money. Really? Oh, yeah. Ugh. I don't remember if the mystery was solved, but there were suspects. Ugh, you steal from a church? Ooh. I don't want none of that on me. Yeah, we, were, mm. we were all like, ooh, ooh, ooh. You don't did it now. Ooh, boy. There's a 37 year old woman from Connecticut. She's uh, she's a worker at Cole. She's actually the shoplifting prevention supervisor, and she was arrested a couple months ago for shoplifting. Oh, no. Turns out she stole 135 different things between March of 2016 and last December, and then she returned all the stuff for cash. Like nobody's gonna know. Was she arrested at Cole's? So like she stole from the place where she was the loss prevention manager. I don't know if she went back to the same store, but every time she was returning the stolen stuff, somehow, guys, the store surveillance cameras had a glitch. Hmm. What a coincidence. She wound up stealing more than 55000 bucks from the store, and her, ma- her managers eventually figured it out. Yeah, she was returning stuff to the same store. So she didn't at all go, well, no, I was just testing everybody. It's my job. No, but... but That's what I would have said. You me on camera. There's a glitch every time I come in. So she pleaded not guilty to first-degree larceny, but she is in big trouble. That is that is crim- criminal logic, though, Jeff. Like, they finally bust her, and they're like, hey, we just realized that there's $55,000 worth of merchandise that is missing and, and money that is missing. And then she goes, congratulations, guys. You got me. <laughs> finally, finally passed, passed the congrats. test. Congratulations. It's actually 56000 <laughs> that's, like, right. that's like the criminals that go, guys, I work. I work for the FBI. <laughs> I was just testing you, and you guys passed the test. A, a woman in Crestview, Florida, got in her car with her husband and daughter on Tuesday, but she uh, she realized, oh, my God, I left something inside the house. So she ran back to grab it and left the car idling, but she also left it in drive. Oh, no. <sighs> and the car wound up rolling into a swimming pool right in their apartment complex. Fortunately, the woman's family got out safely, but uh, the car was totally submerged and definitely ruined. And there's pictures. Wow. Why is the trunk open? <laughs> I'm sure somebody opened up the trunk afterwards. I mean, that's the car in the middle of the swimming pool. Wow. Have you ever done that? Put a car in a swimming pool? No, huh? no, Gotten yet. out of the car when Almost, it's left but... in drive? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I have. Once I yeah, have. I think I did once. <clears throat> and I didn't get all the way out of the car. Like, I swung my feet out. And when I put one foot on the ground, I was like, and I'm moving, and I'm moving. <laughs> oh, dude. I have once <laughs> backed out of a... 
backed out of a garage with the door open and Tommy Boyd the door. Oh, no. You did? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, how bad? Like, as bad as... It was as- pretty bad. Oh, was it your car? Yeah, it was my dad's car. Oh, dude. My uh, So, I grew up on a four-lane street. Four lanes plus uh, a curb lane. So, this is a big-ass, busy street. 40 miles an hour. Everybody going 50 because it's the bottom of the hill. I told you about the tires flying through mm-hmm. my windows. Guy across the street. So this is six lanes across. Older fella. Puts his car in his driveway. Gets out. Oops. It's in neutral. <clears throat> it rolls out into the street. Crosses all the lanes of traffic. Pops up into my driveway and smashes into the garage. But not the door. The found. I mean, the, the brick. Yeah. You know, the thing holding yeah. it up? Oh, dude, destroy. Ugh. Destroy. I hate to see that. Mm. Uh, early last Thursday morning in Seattle, an unnamed person possessed by the ghost of Paul Walker rented a $265,000 McLaren for four hours. Apparently, you could do that. And promptly crashed it into a wall on Interstate 5. <laughs> oh, did he take out the insurance? Failed. I don't know. And they're saying the driver was not impaired. He was just traveling too fast for the wet roadway. The driver was going too fast. Now the rental car company is probably furious. (laughs) I mean, my God. See you guys. Take care, man. Take care. (laughs) I thought thought the story, to be honest with you, I thought the story was like the guy legit claimed to be possessed by Paul Walker. No, no, but I mean... He that got is, in the car and immediately that, crashed. That is dark. $265,000 that is, McLaren. Yeah, that might be that, too soon. That is dark. Really? Is well, I'm not dark. sure. What was the year? Let's do this mathematically. I mean, it's, it's been about four years. I wasn't years. thinking about the death thing. I okay. was just thinking about the driving fast thing. Well, but you said that he immediately you, crashed you into a wall. He got into a fast car and immediately Yeah, but he's all right, though. All right. I just didn't clear that. I'll support you because I love you. I just I pictured in the back of my head, you, you going. If he would have died, it, that would have been over the line. Jeff, you feel me on that one? Yeah, I'm with Thank you on you, this Jeff. one, man. No problem. How's my employment? Is it good? <laughs> Contract year. Are we good over here? You look handsome. Honestly, today. honestly, if he would have died, I would not have done that. But he didn't. He just crashed the car going hey, too fast. Hey, when we do this. A la Fast and Furious. When we do this Paul story Walker. again, or like for the best of, let's put in Vin Diesel's name. Okay. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Like God rest his soul. I mean, it was a big loss for all of us. Hey, you know of a soccer player named uh, uh, Louis uh, Graban? Uh, I don't think so. He plays for uh, Aston Villa. Oh, okay. That's a, yeah. That's a not all that great team, but in the league that I that I fancy. Apparently, this is like a superstar on that team. Okay. I mean, he makes enough money uh, to get himself a uh, a car that's uh, three hundred fifty grand. Oh, they all make ridiculous well, amounts of yeah. money over there. So even last even week, like the, even like the not great players make a gajillion dollars. I mean, a this Louis Graban guy bought himself a <clears throat> new Ferrari 488 GTB worth about 350 grand. I mean, it is a sweet car. And he wasn't going to be home when the car was delivered. So he had his brother in law wait at his house. Like, hey, bro, the car's coming. All you got to do is sign for it. So the brother in law signs it, starts it up, poses for pictures with the Ferrari. And decides to take it for a little test drive. And here's the thing. The brother-in-law had hurt his wrist the day before. 
So he had his buddy drive while he sat in the passenger seat. And the buddy said, hey, no problem. I can handle a car like this. And the buddy got out on the roadway, lost control immediately, wrapped it around a tree. Oh, I'm looking at it. I failed. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wrapped his $350,000 Ferrari around a tree. Moments after he got it. Damn. Did he even get to see it? Nope. The brother wasn't home. Did about $130,000 worth of damage. Wow. Both the brother and the friend didn't have insurance. Both pleaded guilty to aggravated vehicle taking. And they got a community service and their license revoked for 12 months. Both of them. Yikes. Yeah. All right. A couple more for you. Uh, there is a 30-year-old guy named Saul Villegas. He is from the Bronx, New York. And last week, he got a $96,000 settlement from a lawsuit he filed after a car accident. And how did he celebrate, guys? By putting all the cash in a suitcase, checking into a cheap motel, and hiring three hookers. You got obviously. it. Obviously. Let's party. <laughs> what could go, guys, what could go wrong? Did he waste some of the money, too, or something? Or... <laughs> So after they had sex, the woman pitched the idea that a few friends of theirs could come by with uh, beer and cigarettes. Come on. Saul was down, so they called the friends. And those friends turned out to be two dudes who busted into the room with guns and stole the suitcase of cash. Failed. Now the cops are trying to track down the hookers and their friends. As for Saul, he's pretty upset that he lost all his cash. Quote, I am haunted by this. I needed that money badly. Well, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Jeez. Should have thought of that before the hookers. And finally, I guess in this day and age, you, you just can't punish your kids by putting them in serious life or death danger anymore. <laughs> Thanks a lot, PC police. <laughs> <laughs> you know the story? <laughs> I do. So there is a 34-year-old woman uh, from Kentucky. Her name is Miranda. And earlier this month, she caught her 14-year-old daughter drinking alcohol. So Miranda tried to teach her a lesson by forcing her daughter to drink a dangerous amount of alcohol to turn her off to drinking for good. This is the, you're going to smoke all those cigarettes. Happened to my dad. You're going to smoke the whole carton, and I'm going to watch you do it. Oh, by the way, and because it's 2018, she filmed the entire thing. Which included some people holding her daughter in a chair and forcing her to drink while she yelled at them to stop and gurgling. Oh. Uh-huh. And then she laughed when her daughter fell face first onto the floor. And the video also had Miranda saying that they could sell this footage to MTV for a million dollars. Well, the video made its way to the cops and Miranda was arrested on Wednesday for first-degree criminal abuse. Good. Failed. And that's how you parent, guys. My dad, as, as, a, as a child, was busted by his dad smoking cigarettes, and the exact same thing happened. He made him sit at, the, sit at the kitchen table and smoke an entire pack of cigarettes, and my dad was a lifelong two-pack-a-day cigarette smoker after wow. that. Yep. Wow. And at the end of his life, he had 28% lung capacity because of asbestos, still smoked. Didn't work, Grandpa. Nope, didn't work didn't so good. Work. Well, my uncle was going to teach me the dangers of playing with matches by burning me. Oh. Luckily, my mother walked in the room before he put my hand on the stove. Same thing happened with me when my dad walked in and I had a Playboy in my hand. Ooh, that was a long day. <laughs>
All right. That's that's where we're going to leave that. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. So Sticks got an interesting phone call during our Friday Fail Story segment. I guess somebody lost a trailer? Yes, and a truck. Lost or st- somebody stole? Stolen. Stole oh. from him. And... Did he call the police? I, I hope he called the police, not just us. <laughs> I'm assuming he did. He didn't say if he did or not. So, um, so what is he missing? Okay, so details. Uh, yesterday morning around not between 9 and 10 a.m. in Mascuda, Illinois, um, a gray pickup truck and car trailer with a red Mustang on the back was stolen. And they were apparently heading eastbound. So Eastbound on what? I don't know. He just said they were heading east. Huh. So, gray truck with a red Mustang on the back. Yes. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Welcome to the area. Sticks is on it, by the way, guys. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. She will start the investigation immediately after the uh, the show ends today. Yes. Does for fingerprints. I mean, this is her last day. She's got nothing else to do. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry for your for your loss. That yeah, that man. sucks. Good luck, dude. Uh, up after the break, a little thing we like to do every Friday called "Were You Paying Attention?" All right. So we got to blow out the rest of our prizes. Uh, let me see. What do we got? We got tickets for Point Fest. Tickets on sale now, Saturday, May twelfth, at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. We also have uh, four packs of lawn tickets for the Three Doors Down Collective Soul Show, special guest Soul Asylum, Saturday, July twenty first, at the Amphitheater. Lawn and select reserve tickets, just 10 bucks plus uh, fees first week of sales. Pre-sale uh, going on till 10 p.m. Oh, that's done, actually. General on sale today at 10 a.m. All right, so you call up 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. Jeff will ask you a question. The question having to do with something that happened on the show this week. You get one question right. You get your choice of prizes while supplies last. Simple as that. Point Fest tickets up for grabs, right? Right, and These three doors down tickets. Not, not easy ones this week. Just gonna tell you. Oh boy! Yeah. Better bring your knowledge of the Riz Show this week. All right, three one four nine six nine, dude. Show. So our guest is in the building, Jay uh, Kendra Chandra Shekar. No, I said it wrong. Chandra Shekar. Got it. From uh, Super Troopers, Broken Lizard. He will be in shortly. First, though, we need to give out some stuff. Were you paying attention? I hope you were. Because just by listening to this here radio program and paying attention, you could win some stuff. So, like for Point Fest, instead of paying cash, you could pay attention. That's that's it, Jeff. Thank you. So we got tickets for Point Fest happening May 12th at the Amphitheater. Tickets on sale now. Allison Shane, Shine Down, Stone Temple Pilots, The Struts, Blue October, Candlebox, Brook Royal, and more. We also have four packs of lawn tickets for the Three Doors Down Collective Soul Soul Asylum show. Saturday, July 21st at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Tickets on sale at 10 a.m. All right, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. We'll get you on the phone. Jeff will ask you a question. You get the question right. You get your choice of tickets while supplies last. Phones are busy. Keep going. Keep trying. We'll go through these quick. All right, let's go to Joey in Wright City. Hello, Joey. 
Hey, what's up? Happy birthday, Rich. Thank you, Joey. Here we go. Your question. What was the latest trend the fans were yelling this week at the Blues home games? Uh, can you repeat it one more time? What is the latest trend that the Blues fans at the home Blues games are yelling? The latest trend? Uh, man, I have no That's idea. That's incorrect. That's, I don't know. <laughs> man, I have no idea. Man, I have no idea. <laughs> All right, Keith in St. Louis. Keith, do you know the answer? Is it the uh, Ric Flair? Woo! Let me see. Woo! That's hey, it! Yeah, 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 yeah! It's, uh, it's, uh... Woo! Indeed, yes. Uh-huh. That's the thing now. All right, Keith, what do you want? I'll do Point Fest tickets, All right, Point please. Fest happening on May the 12th. That's a Saturday. You're going. Hang on one second. Keith, get your info. That's one winner. All right, who's this on line four? Myers. Myers, hello, Myers. Guys, hello, Myers. You? Doing well. Hey, man, hey. Hey, Next what's question. going on? Happy birthday, Rich. Thank you, buddy. Uh, St. Louis was picked as number two in the nation as the best city for what? Tough one. It's a tough question. Myers is out. Oh. Too, too tough of a question? That's tough. It's a tough one. The list you were talking about. You had to be listening at the beginning of the show. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday. All right, Randy and Overland. Randy. Hey, bros. Hey, birthday. Hey, bros. Here we go. Hey, bro. St. Louis was picked as number two in the nation as the best city for what? Uh, baseball giveaways. No, that was actually number one. Yeah. That was actually number Damn. one. Damn. That means he That's listens. That's a great guess. Uh, great guess. Mm. Break us. We were number one. The Cardinals were number one in giveaways. We're number one. But we're number two in this. It's all good, man. All right. Who's this? Taleo. All right. Taleo, here we go. Your question. St. Louis was picked as number two in the nation as the best city for what? Easter. Yeah. Hey. Celebrations. That's right. Easter celebrations. All right. What do you want? I'll do Point Fest. All right, Point Fest, May 12th, you're going. Hang yeah, on You're going to have a great time. All right, here we go, Brett. Hey, what's up? All right, Brett, here you go, your question. Uh, the show's video theme. We have a different video theme that Tony puts up every week. What is this week's theme? Uh, I have no idea. Ah, you know, Sorry, dude. Appreciate your honesty. Oh, I think I do. So say, thanks, Briz. I think I do. I'll pay <laughs> thanks a lot, Briz. Uh, Nick, online two. Hello, Nick. What's up? All right, Nick, here we go. The question. The show's video theme this week up on the blog. What is it? Oh, man. Um, mm. Too much time. Give a hint. Uh, Tone, you want to give a hint? Right said Fred sang a song that kind of relates to the theme. No, not right. uh, uh, Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart's even better. They do get mixed up a lot. That's even a bigger hint. Okay. If you think about it. Hello, Austin. Hello. All right, Austin. Doing well. Question one more time, Jeff. The show's video theme this week is what? On the blog, yes. What is it? Hello? I do not know. All right, 314 969. Dude, this is going to be our last Uh, question. All right. I'll I'll fill fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Throw all my hands up. Is the theme is, is this blank? Is this blank? Mark, what's Hello. the answer? What's the answer? Hi. Hey. Hi. Mark, the video theme this week on the blog is? 
is this real? <sighs> right said Fred song. Rod Stewart song. Monica. Yeah. What's the video theme? Is this sexy? Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go again. Some very funny videos, actually, mm-hmm. up there yeah. on the blog. All right, Monica, what do you want? Uh, I'll take the, the Point Fest ticket. All right, Point Fest, May 12th, starring Allison Chains, Shinedown, Stone Temple Pilots, The Struts, Blue October, Candlebox, Glorious Sons, Brook Royal, and more, Saturday, May 12th, at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. All right, that's it. Show our phone number 314 969 dude 314 969 3833. Head up the cameras and chat room 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on our socials at RIZZ Show. And folks, we got a guest in here, Mr. J. Chandra Shekar. There he is. Well done. Did I get it right? Is that, that's got to be a pet peeve of yours. Nah, I mean, I've got a 13-letter last name. You can't walk around being upset about the way people say it. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I'm sure, and we were kind of joking about this earlier this week, like, I'm sure people are like, it's Jay from Broken Lizard. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know that trick. I know that trick. And yeah, I don't mind that nobody. trick. I don't mind that trick, because when I see some Indian names sometimes, I'm like... How is that a name? I mean, I have the same <laughs> yeah. reaction if I don't know what it is. There is a writer, I think, for a Family Guy that's got a a, a name like yours. It's very hard to pronounce. It's actually the exact same name with an A-N on the end. <laughs> His name's Valley Chandrasekharan. Oh, you're serious? Yeah. So just put an A-N at the end. Yeah. But that A-N just makes it even more difficult. Well, it makes, you add more letters. It makes me number two. The second longest name in show business, which is not that great. But what are you going to do? Did you ever think that your name or you being of Indian descent would hold you back in show business? Yes. I mean, when I started, there were no Indians um, on screen. I mean, there, you know, Ben Kingsley was, was an Indian, obviously, but he was half Indian. And he changed his name to Ben Kingsley. I mean, his real name is Priyat something. It's like some other name. Think about the guy from Short Circuit. Well, there you go. So that, my, my dad told me, he said, he said, he's like, you have to see Short Circuit. And I said, <laughs> I said, uh, why? He goes, there's an Indian in it. And I'm like, dad, that's not an Indian. That's a guy, in, a white guy in brown face. He goes, well, it's as close as we'll get. <laughs> oh, like, no, it's no. not. That's not as close as we'll Yeah, who was get. the guy yeah. that played... Uh, Fisher Stevens? Fisher yeah, Stevens, that's, that's it. it. Holy cow. He, ben changed, he changed his name, too. His real name is Stephen Fisher. Huh. And oh. he played the Indian guy, and they would never get away with that nowadays. Well, they, no, they wouldn't. Uh, uh, Peter Sellers played an Indian guy in The Party, uh, which is a great film, and he's hilarious in it, but he's like an Indian dude. No, I don't know that one. It's a. It's sort of a, one of his classic films, the the party, uh, and so it was. It was you know there was no indication that me trying to make it was mm-hmm. going to work. <laughs> <clears throat> so what's crazy says you're here now, and uh, Super Troopers Two comes out in a little over twenty days. Yeah, on four twenty. Yeah. Uh, Steve and Kevin from Broken Lizard were here a couple years ago. I believe a week before your crowdfunding launched for oh, yeah, okay. Super Troopers 2. Right. 
And it was, they were kind of, oh, I don't know if this thing's going to happen. We really need to rally the troops. And it happened. And you got funding pretty quickly for Super Troopers 2. Yeah, Very I mean, when we asked, we told Fox we wanted to make the movie. They said, why don't you guys raise the money? And we said, all right. And, uh, you know, we've raised money to make films before, so we kind of know how to do that. But but it, it had been long enough that there was some question as to whether the fans were still out there. You know, I mean, there were obviously fans of the movie, but would they... You know, would they actually fund a movie? Like, I mean, the, 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 you is, never, that, is that what, what the holdup was? I mean, Super Troopers, I, it didn't do great in the theaters. No, it made about twenty million in theaters, and it made about seventy million on DVD. Right. So, it, so you consider it a, you know, it's a cult. They would call it a cult. They would classic. call it a cult classic because the studios value, even though it's the same money, a hundred, yeah, yeah. whatever, you know, all that money, they, they ninety million bucks. It still value theatrical as more important. Which, by the way, I don't mean to say it didn't do great in the theaters. No, it didn't do great. Dollars it, made, is, it made twenty million. Twenty million dollars is yeah. a lot of money. Sure, I mean mm-hmm. it was a, mil- a movie made for a million dollars. Right, and- so it made a profit for sure. Oh yeah. On so the- why wouldn't it be an, an automatic to go? Hey, all right, green light. Here you go. Whatever you guys want to do. Because the studios are putting all of their money into capes and tights. I mean, every single dollar is going towards these superhero movies. Yeah, and they're mm-hmm. like. You know, and it's not superheroes of Star Wars. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not that they didn't think the movie would make money. It's that they weren't sure if it would make enough money. That's how the that's the calculus. So there's a formula. Well, they're like you know they want movies that will make two hundred and fifty to four hundred million dollars, and those are superhero movies. Yeah, and so they're they're like I have they have a staff, and they can have the staff work on a movie that could make seventy million. Or a movie that could make two hundred fifty to four hundred, and the, the staff has to work the same amount of time. So they're like, "Let's not make all those little ones. Let's go for grand slams every time." Mm-hmm. And that's the current studio business. Well, do you remember? And I'm, I'm sure you do. Uh, when Super Troopers came out, what was it up against that opening weekend? It was up against. Uh, I can't remember. Do you? You don't remember? No, I don't remember. No. Like Tony's Tony's looking it up right now. Um. I can't remember, I, but I, I know you know. We were they called us at uh, eight o'clock on a Friday and said it, it's a hit, huh? And ba- that's based on uh, the matinees. They like have people or or like you know reporting the matinees. It's sort of like a political campaign. I mean, you know, like you, you wait for the return, you get the returns, and then they know if you made this much on Friday, yeah. make that much on Saturday. What they didn't know is that the home video would be you know huge. Yeah, huge. So every time Super Troopers plays on Comedy Central, do you get paid? Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. <laughs> and it's, on, it's on all the time. They, it's they, on all the time. They should rename Comedy Central Super Troopers. Which is great. Yeah. Which is great. And, and you, you made one of those movies that it's rare that you could turn on at any time and jump in and be fine with it. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thank you. That's Beer Fest. Beer Fest yeah. is the same way. And it's also one of those, whoever was the main writers on that thing should be proud because all these years later, I mean, that's phrases one of them right there. all over the place. I mean, everybody talks in movie and movie phrases now, and that's that's one of the biggest ones. People talking movie phrases? Yeah. Just, I mean, especially in here. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's true. That's all it is in here. Just all movie references. Movie references. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when you meet somebody that's as familiar with a film as you are, right. instant friends. I saw a dude... In a bar after a show with a Johnny Chimpo tattoo, and I went, "Oh my God, that's incredible!" And he goes, "You're the only guy that knows what this is." I was like, "No, I'm not." I've so seen Johnny Chimpo tattoos too. 
And I've asked people to, if they want mustache rides. <laughs> Nobody has taken me up on it. Nobody. <laughs> well, what's, we just didn't have time. What's the one thing that people come up to you? What's the like? What's the most popular thing people come up to you with? Is it they want to drink maple syrup? Yeah, they do. Rides? They do. A lot of people do want to drink maple syrup, but it's it's something I won't do again. It was it was brutal. Yeah. I drank I drank two and a half bottles of uh, of Anjuma like first oh, to shoot that thing. Yeah, oh, and he, and man. I made Eric drink three. Uh, <laughs> it's good to be the director. Because you could, yeah, yeah. But uh, it was so bad. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't throw it up because it was too thick. Yeah, and you know, there's a reason it's part of the master cleanse. I mean, you know. Oh. I mean, it just it things out. things came out of you that I don't remember putting in, like a, <laughs> oh my god, like a, fos- a fossilized robin fetus, you know, like a fully formed leaf. I'm like, I don't remember eating that. <laughs> All right, so what? What? So Super Troopers came out when? Uh, February fifteenth, two thousand two. Okay, February that's when 15th, it hit theaters in the U.S. Yeah, uh, Bruce against? Bruce Willis's Hearts War. Okay, garbage. Yeah. Uh, an animated movie called Peter Pan Returns to Neverland. Garbage. And Britney Spears' Crossroads. Ooh. Oh, that's a tough one. Ooh. Garbage, too. <laughs> that's right. But was it, was it a slow build for you guys? Yeah, oh, I God. mean, I mean, first of all, we, we didn't really expect any of it to happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, the movie sold at Sundance and then... That was a shock. I mean, it was it was amazing. We were, we were literally those those filmmakers who made a movie and sold it at Sundance to a major studio. It was it was it was the actual dream. Yeah, and we were living it. How'd you get the funding for for the for the film in the first place? Well, we went around to all the studios and tried. We'd we'd made a film before that called Puddle Cruiser, mm-hmm. and we went to Sundance with that, and we eventually sold it. But the the then we tried to raise a million. I don't know. We tried to raise about three and a half for Super Troopers, and you know Miramax almost made it. Uh, but Harvey Weinstein was like, "I don't really understand." Did you get to meet with him? Well, yeah. I mean, he was going to buy our first film, and then he ended up not buying. He goes, "I'll just buy your second script." And so we wrote the original script uh, for Miramax, and then he read it, and he said. I don't know if it's funny, but don't feel bad because I really don't know when anything's funny. Hmm. And he goes, I'm going to let you go and you can have the script. Normally, I would just hold it and not let it ever see the light of day. Right. But, but I like you so you can go. Wow. And I'm sure I wonder how many people he's done that to. You've had good scripts and he doesn't like them and will hold them so nobody else gets oh, them. Oh, most. Ruthless. Most of them. Uh, and then he grabs you. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Come on. Let's hit the showers, guys. <laughs> Yeah, he, he he never grabbed me. Luck, You're luck. not his type. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. Hates Indian. Guys. Uh, I guess so. So um, then we went around to all the studios in California to try to get money, and they were, you know, we almost made it with a couple people. The Farrelly brothers were gonna were gonna do it. We're gonna produce it for us, but the money never quite came through. Mm-hmm. And it, it really came down to like, who, who are you guys again? You guys are gonna star in the movie? No yeah. thanks. I mean, one guy said he'll finance it if Ben Affleck could play uh, Thorny. And I'm like, nope. That's my part. And nope. he, goes, he goes, you play something else. Nope. And I'm like, nah, nah. I can't imagine your movie and, and that movie any other way. Right. Directed by the Fairly Brothers or not, or yeah. Ben Affleck as any right, one of the right, characters. Right. Uh, basically, the biggest star of that movie was Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, and he wasn't, <laughs> even, he wasn't even famous then. Right. That's the movie that was, was, it sort of coincided along with his stand up. It sort of, he it kind of, he said he was, 
he did this little tiny independent film, and then he said he'd be on stage, and people are like, meow. <laughs> he's like, meow. Yeah, because remember, Jim Gaffigan was the meow guy, got yeah. pulled over. Right. I forgot about that. But basically what happened was that we tried all the independent financiers. They all said no. And we, I moved, uh, I went back to New York to shut down the office because we were basically going to wrap it up. Like it was, obviously we weren't going to be able to finance this movie. And writing another one was dumb because nobody wanted to make this. Why would they make another one? Yeah. And my phone rang and it was my friend uh, from college. And she said, you know, I hate to do this, but my dad is, um, he's a, like a finance guy and he's retiring and he want, he's written a screenplay and he wants you to read it. And you're kind of in show business, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, kind of, <laughs> yeah, kind of. So I get on the phone with him and he goes, you know, he's talking to me about his script and it's a comedy. And he goes, you know, uh, can you, uh, he goes, I'm going to send it to you and you can tell me what you think. He goes, but before I do that, can you send me a sample of your uh, writing just so I know? And he's auditioning me to read his script. Yeah. So I, I'm like, okay. So I send him to read somebody else's work. I'm like, I don't even want to read your script. <laughs> and so I send him Super Troopers, and he calls back a week later, and I assume he wants to now, you know, talk about his script. And he goes, what's going on with this thing? And I said, uh, we're raising money. I mean, we'd given up at that point. Yeah, I'm like, we're raising it was money. Over. The dream was over. It, kind of, yeah. And he said, can you make it for a million too? And I said, yeah. And he goes, all right, let's do it. And, and that, that was it? That was it. <laughs> that was wow. it. So did the money come from him or did he know somebody? No, he wrote it. He wow. wrote the check. Wow. And wow. So the budget was one too? Did you come in under budget? Did it? Well, we needed, uh, you know, we needed 60000 more to make it. And I put in... 30,000 on credit card my producer put in 30,000. Damn. How cool. Uh, so good investment. It was. Good investment. <laughs> it was. And and the question would be for Super Troopers too, why didn't you why didn't you guys pull your money yourselves and do it? Well, we needed about 13 and a half to make that film. I mean, you know, in order to make, you know, since I've made that movie, I've made I think six or seven other movies. And, and you directed, directed Dukes of Hazard? Uh, uh-huh, yeah, and I've directed like 110 episodes of television. So mm-hmm. There's a way to make movies that I know I know how to do now that is it's just a little more expensive. In the sense that like you have to hire the right stunt people and the right uh wardrobe people and set design people and you kinda you need to give them enough money to do their thing. So the movie, you know, that movie, Super Troopers, it, it, I, I agree that it's, it's, you know, I know it's a good movie, it, but it's, uh, to make it for that little money again is difficult. What, what would you have done different if you go back now for Super Troopers? Really? Now that you have the knowledge of directing all these, you know, major films and TV, what would you have done different? Oh, it, really, it's just cosmetic stuff. You just change the, the look of the station, you know, probably make it more wood. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, figure out a color palette that was a little more unified. Yeah, just stuff like that. You know, I mean, I, I think that the film itself is. I mean, it's obviously it, it works. It's good. Yeah. And when I watch it now, I'm like, I would have, I would have cut this shot a little earlier, or I would have made these actors speak a little faster, like that kind of thing. Do you think it's because it's so gritty and so you're working on a budget on a shoestring budget? Do you think that's what? kind of makes it well what makes it i think is that we wrote you know 36 drafts of that script and and made sure because our our budget was so low that we didn't have a ton of time we knew we weren't gonna have a lot of time we couldn't go up there and riff and improvise and all that stuff so we Mm -hmm. just said if the worst thing that happens is we shoot these lines that we've worked on 36 drafts we know this is going to be funny at least we think so 
and then we can just shoot that and move on. And that's what we did. We shot the script. Wow. There's like eight improvised lines in the first movie. Wow. That's it. Damn. Yeah. In the second one, there's probably 20, 25. You know, so you got it all laid out. I mean, you know what you're doing. You know every day what you're going into. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't get there and be like, oh, let's be funny. Let's see what happens. It's not how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> Some so, people and, do. Judd Apatow does that. And then, so that was successful. And then green light for everybody you guys want to do. Then beer fest came. Well, we made Club Dread. Club Dread uh, and then Beer Fest? Uh, and then Beer Fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, we made... No, it's Club Dread. It was Club Dread. Then I made The Dukes of Hazzard. Then I made Beer Fest. Mm-hmm. Then uh, we made The Slam and Salmon. All great movies. Fantastic. Uh, and then now we have Super Troopers 2. Coming out on 420, brah. Yeah. 420, brah. So uh, Jay is here. He is at Helium Comedy Club. He's got two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. You're not, can you stick around for a little while? Yeah. Want to do some uh, celebrity news after the break. It's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Right, welcome back. Jay Chantra Sekar is here. Hello. You know him from Super Troopers, Broken Lizard, Beer Fest, Club Dread, Director, Lover, All Around Nice Guy. All right. <laughs> you guys have uh, a history, huh? That's right. I am a lover. <laughs> he looks like a lover. Helium Comedy Club, two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. Uh, feel free to just jump in. We're going to do some celebrity news. Okay. It's time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. You said you are a friend of Adam Sandler. I uh, am. Mad you probably know that he's cranking out those Netflix movies. He is. He's really, uh, he's really dived in deep with Netflix. Have you been to his house? I haven't been to his house. I just see him on the Sony lot a lot. Oh, yeah. I want to know what his house looks like. I want his phone. Can you give me his phone number real quick? I just <laughs> jot it down. He actually called me uh, after Super Troopers came out in the theater. And uh, I thought it was my friends, you know, pranking you. me. Because this voice said, I have Adam Sandler for Jay. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And, it was, and then this, he's like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> I, I, I went to, you know, Westwood and I saw your movie and I ate a popcorn and the place gone crazy. You know, you're like, well, oh my God, that's him. That's amazing. Boy, I, and, and notice it's, hey, it's Adam Sandler for Jay. That's so right. He didn't call. No, no. He had his no, person call. No, no. Just, man, I want somebody to do that. <laughs> I'll do you it for you if you do, do it for you me. Do you have that now? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, man. yeah. Oh, now I'm officially nervous sitting next to you. Uh, so he's got another one coming out with uh, for Netflix there, and this one is with Jennifer Aniston. And I know we've had a lot of back and forth in here and with the listeners and stuff, if his movies are any good. Uh, let's see. This is their second one, at least together, 2011 comedy. Just go with it. And this one is called Murder Mystery. And it's another comedy, obviously. New York City cop, him and his wife, Jennifer Aniston, go to uh, European vacation. And somehow they're prime suspects in the murder of an elderly billionaire on a yacht. Boy, he's just cranking these things out. Yeah. It sounds so Adam Sandler, does it not? Yeah. And I love it. And it's going to be great. I I didn't didn't see it. What was the last one? The, the la- Sandy one? No, oh, Sandy, Sandy Wexler. Wexler was the last one. and I, and I didn't I, love that one. I, that one I saw that one. Mm-hmm. What was the one he did with David Spade, though? That was, that was the do-over. That was Incredible. That, that was one was funny. great. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. But he saw, how, how, how big was the deal he signed with Netflix? Oh, God. I it thought was, it was eight movies, yeah, wasn't it? It was, it was a big old handful of movies for a whole lot of millions. Is that the dream, Jay? Uh, you know, for me, the dream is to put the movies in theaters. Yeah. I think he... Uh, I don't know what his, his thought process was. I know that, like, the Sony... 
hack kind of it, it it showed what they were saying about him behind the scenes and i don't know if he got mad at them i don't know what happened wow. but uh you know it was all these private emails were put out and that was right when he switched to Netflix. So that was probably his motivation. Steven yeah. Spielberg said recently, maybe it was this week, if your movie's on TV, it's not a movie. I, I, think, I think that's a reasonable uh, viewpoint. Like so what on, is the what's the attraction? Why is everybody... In a, when I say everybody, I mean people like Adam Sandler and yourself, people like that. Why are they going to Netflix? Is it is it all the money? Money. Um, Netflix is, is, you know, for a while they were... Um, they were taking other other studios movies they're obviously buying them or renting them for whatever a window and they were putting them up but then the other studios are like hey we can do that too mm. and so some of them are stopping giving netflix their movies but netflix has the best you know sort of uh website so in order to feed that website they're just spending an immense amount of money on on films and so, because now maybe Fox may not give them Super Troopers, for example. Right, right, gotcha. Well, just think about this. The biggest movie star of all just did a movie for Netflix. Will Smith. Will Smith. He did. I mean, don't you think that was a huge coup? It was. And they paid him a huge amount of money. More than a film would. Did you see that? It was bright. Right. And I thought it was great. I thought yeah. the movie was good. Uh, speaking of people with a whole lot of money, there's only one in here, obviously. But if you guys had a ton of money, would you? And I know we talked about this a little bit before prenups. Yes or no? Well, are they a deal breaker for you? Would you offer one to your significant other if you had to worry about that sort of thing? A prenup? Yes. In my younger years, I would have said, no, that's not good. But totally. Yeah. Totally understand. And if someone asked me to have one, I'd go, yeah, you better. And I would think that if your significant you know? other said no, then there may that may be a red flag of some sort. If they said no, yeah. If, the, if you your significant it? other, if you guys were getting married, and I and it's I was like, wrong here, practicing safe marriage. Sign this. <laughs> Love has died in this room. I see. <laughs> I'm married, and and when I when my wife and I got together, I had zero. I mean, so right. She always threatens to take half. I was like, hey, baby, you get a whole lot of this debt. What's up? <laughs> Let's do this. We can pay back half of this. That's fine. <laughs> Nothing when we got together and got married. So, Well, there's a there's a, a very famous story by John Cena. When his girlfriend, uh, now fiance, moved in, uh, he had a 75-page prenup that he offered to her. And, yes, she did sign it, and this is him talking about it. All right, John Cena. I was very abrasive and stern, and she had to sign this huge, crazy agreement. Just Wait, to what? Come in the front door. And, what yeah. did she have to sign? Well, just some sort of thing where, like, uh, I would be protected in case of a disaster. Psycho stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she signed it? Uh, she did, and, like, totally without question. And it made me feel super bad, which uh. I should have. But it also made me realize, like, that was the very... And this is very early on in our relationship. It made me realize, like, this is one young woman I should not let get out of my life. Because when she says, I'm with you because I love you, here's proof. I would still like to be here. Hey, you know what it is? You go, well, why aren't you going to sign this? What, do you want my money? And then she's going to go, well, why are you making me sign this? You know, you're not gonna be, we're not going to be around forever? I like how he makes his prenup seem like a romantic gesture. Yes, exactly. And that's nice when I knew on. I loved her. <laughs> does, it, does it make it? Does it make it better? Does it make it better or worse for you? The fact that he was married before and had a brutal divorce. I think if you do it a second time, you should get a prenup. I think the first time, I, I don't know how you have that conversation. Second time, you're like, oh, I've been through it, and da, da, da. it's the first time you can't. You can't Especially somebody it. like John Cena who makes a gajillion dollars. You're I mean, married, right? I mean, do you have a yeah, prenup? No. 
No, absolutely not. Mm. Your wife remind you about it? <laughs> what time are you getting home? You don't have a prenup. <laughs> Said to be home at midnight. No prenup. Uh, yeah, and and uh, Tony just alluded to it. They began dating in 2012, uh, the same year that he was accused of cheating multiple, multiple with times. her. Uh, with her, yeah. Huh. Well, I would assume because it was 2012 and they were dating, uh, and that's when he was 75 pages, huh? 75. Let's get the pages. lawyers together. I think that was front and back too. I'm not sure. You think she really? Yeah, I guess the lawyer looked at Let's it. Let's get not, the lawyers together. Her, I, I mean, she's got a ton of money too. That's the thing. Like she's a, she's a that's WWE a nice looking woman, huh? She's a WWE wrestler as well. Oh really? Yeah, Nikki Bella. She's yeah, she's really good looking. So it's not like she's like, you know, from you know some small town girl that he just met while he was on the road. She's a big time wrestler as right, well. So right. she's got money. Uh, he's now an actor. He's a, he, he's yeah. Hey, he's in some he's new movie. big movies too. I mean, he's Eric, he's starting to get the big roles. Yeah, good for him. And he's like following he, the footsteps of the Rock. Yeah, I'm and he's fan. doing a whole bunch of hosting gigs. He's, I mean, he's a multi talented talented I'm media a fan. guy. You're a fan? I'm a fan. We'll let him know. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, remember uh, a few years back when she sued the makers of, uh, which gosh, which one was oh, it? Oh, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto, thank you, for using a likeness of her in, in, their, in their game. And it finally came to uh, the judge, and the judge said... She talked actually at the at the at the hearing, and and the judge thought it was Kathleen Turner. First of all, oh boy, <laughs> Jesus, really? No, Miss <laughs> <laughs> Turner, this looks nothing like you. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, either way, the judge said no. Sorry. She sounds like she smokes a lot of cigarettes. Yeah. Is what he's saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. 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 I'll leave the jokes to you. How's that okay. sound? Okay. Your Honor. <laughs> the judge said, first of all, you? there's no smoking in here. <laughs> How old are you? 29? Your Honor, I'd like to approach the bench. <laughs> she were got those, upset because she had a new video game coming out called Cigarettes and Regrets. Are those ca- camel no filters? <laughs> Jeez, Lindsay. <laughs> Next. Uh, are you a fan of Sean Penn at all? To yes. me, he's very polarizing. I, I love Sean Penn. I'm a fan as well of his acting. Do you know him personally? Well, when I made the Dukes of Hazard, I uh, I went out one night on a Sunday night with Knoxville in in New Orleans, and he goes, "We're going to meet a friend of mine," and it was Sean Penn, and it was there were only like twelve people in the bar, and Knoxville, you're going to laugh. I mean, this is, sounds crazy, but he left to, to meet Lindsay Lohan. Johnny Knoxville did that night. Did <laughs> oh you watch? I don't know. The smoke, and, uh, smoke cigarettes. Smoke cigarettes and drink whiskey. <laughs> and then he left me with Sean Penn, and so we stayed there till four in the morning. And he was like, you know, cutting them up right on the table there. Wow! In public, at twelve, there were twelve people in this bar, and we just kind of ripped it up. You just did blow and just. We did. Knoxville went out with Lindsay Lohan to do whatever they did. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here doing coke with Sean Penn. It was a long time ago, but it was. <laughs> but he was such a charming guy. Good, good, everybody's charming. Those are types of dreams I have when I'm hammered. Free stuff is pretty charming. Have I said too much? <laughs> no, and you know, listen, and you know when two people are doing coke. You have kind of deep conversations. So, what'd you guys talk about? Uh, <laughs> Haiti, man. Haiti. <laughs> Camera showed up right away. Well, he's been doing a lot of the interviews because he has this new book out, and this is not a typo. Bob Honey, who do who just do stuff, and he was on CBS Sunday Morning last Sunday, and I watched, and he was smoking butts the entire time. I mean, the entire time inside his house, outside his house, smoking about the entire time. The interviewer actually said, "Are you going to try to quit?" And he was like, "Yeah, someday, but I'm Sean Penn, so who cares, right?" And he was on 
one of the late night talk shows and his response to people saying that his new book sucks is awesome what i would say to anybody who's who's offended by this because i took care to write a, a, a book that starts on page one and, and doesn't end till it ends. Okay. And, if, and if read fully and in context, what I would say is, I'm 57, my pool's heated, you can say anything you like. <laughs> That's him saying, I'm Sean Penn, screw yeah, you. Whatever. <laughs> uh, fans of Dave Grohl, uh, last story for you is fans of Dave Grohl, pre-Nirvana, pre-Foo Fighters, pre-everything else, there's a little prize coming out for you on April the 27th. You finally get to check out No More Censorship. And that is his album from his old band back in 1988. It's oh, Scream. Scream, yeah. It's been redubbed NMC17, originally repressed for Record Store Day, one of your favorite holidays. And nope. it's <laughs> <laughs> And it is coming out on on CD now and digital downloads and stuff like that, so you can check it out if you'd like. Jay, what do you think about Rotten Tomatoes? Are you a fan of of the website? I mean, well, you know, that's like one of those places that you know they they are uh, they're obviously an aggregator of of uh, reviews, but then they also have a side business of interviewing celebrities when movies come out. So I saw them; they're on our schedule. I'm going to be interviewing with yeah. them. Yeah, but my honest opinion is this: it's like. When Beer Fest came out, it was reviewed by you know all the other major places, but also by Grandma's Reviews out of Arizona, and Grandma and didn't Grandma didn't like it, and she thought it was you know there was too much drinking, and you're mm-hmm. like, well, that's the whole point, right? So I think that I think that if they changed the system so that for comedy reviewers in particular feel like they get to like really go after us, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, this is stupid, and you're like, okay, well. You need to prove your history. I think you need to be able to say, what did you think of The Hangover? What did you think of Ted? What did you think See of... See what else they've given yeah, the scores to. Yeah, and if you if you pass those that minimal test, then you get to review mm-hmm. the film or be counted. You know, as a matter of fact, Rotten Tomatoes just put out a list of movies that didn't get great Rotten Tomato scores, but they still love. And Super Troopers and Beer Fest was on that list. Well, I mean, we were... Uh, we were r- rated at like 32% on Rotten Tomatoes, and Huffington Post said Super Troopers was the funniest movie of the decade. Right. And you're like, okay. Well, so what's the, <laughs> what's, the, what's the disconnect here? You know? Yeah. So I don't, I yeah. don't love Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, I really don't. Uh, well, the only big thing in theaters this weekend is the new Spielberg movie, Ready Player One. Critics on Rotten Tomatoes, 78% audience gives it 80%. So pretty close. Good. Pretty close. So, so mm-hmm. pretty close. Yep. Yeah. Uh, these are the celebrities that are celebrating birthdays over the weekend. Celine Dion is 50. Ooh, my girl. Piers Morgan, 53. MC Hammer, 56. Eric Clapton is 73. Christopher Walken is 75. Rhea Perlman is 70. Mm, my girl. St. Louis's Randy Orton is 38. Uh, Joe Francis from Girls Gone Wild is 45. My guy. And today's Burton <laughs> birthday of the day. He was the voice from Kit in the original Knight Rider. And he's Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. Can you name him? Uh, the original Kit from Knight Rider? Yeah, and Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. Is it easy? Was it, should, would I know this? I, I don't think so. Uh, I, I, can you William, name him? William no. Daniels is his name. <laughs> and he is at 91 years young. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Vanessa Del Rio. And today's oh. birthday girl, she's rounded the bases more times than Mark McGuire, Hank Aaron, and Barry Bonds combined in 223 fine films, including Appointment with Agony, <laughs> National Pornographic, Backdoor Bonanza, the Joy of Humiliation, 
Bitches in Heat, Volume 1, Porn in the USA, and who could forget her unforgettable role in Gulp. Oh, oh no. Geez. Vanessa Del Rio, 66 years old. <laughs> that is your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that's your crap on celebrities. Look that up on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, not on my computer. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Mr. J. Chantrasekar for coming in. Yeah! Broken Lizard. Uh... Super Troopers 2 coming out on uh, 420. 420. Helium Comedy Club, two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. You have a book out called A Mustache Shenanigans. Yeah. What else? Well, I'll be showing clips uh, from Super Troopers 2 tonight to the Helium audience. So I'll be showing two clips. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So buy your tickets now. Helium Comedy, STL. What's the one? You just go to heliumcomedy.com. It's got the STL bar right there. There it is. Heliumcomedy.com. All right. We'll take our final break of the morning. Come back and we got the real or fake results. Yo, it's Joey Coco Diaz, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. And hey, happy birthday. Thank you, pal. Boy, full house, huh? Yep. Got a full house. Mac is here for the Real or Fake results. Hello. And for Donnie. Hello. Sticks is here. Hi. Her last day. Last couple moments on the air with us, as an intern at least. And he, um... Any final words before we get to the real or fake results? Um, well, it's been real. It's been fun. It has been. And it's been some real fun. I think you've done a fun job. <laughs> this has been a, a dream come true for me since the moment I started listening four years ago. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you for your hard work and you did a great job. And uh what else? Come on, heat praise. What are we doing? Heat oh, praise. Yeah. Heat, <laughs> heat, 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 great. And goodness and great stuff. We're heaping praise. Come on. Really? Uh, praise being heaped to your way. Praise, praise, heap. She's never been late one single Not time. Once. Not once. Oh, yeah. Not once. Mac, were you late once? No, I wasn't late once. She wasn't late either. I never said that. It's hard, Riz. <laughs> I, all I picture in my head is you screaming at me if I am late. Yeah, like, sure. that's enough. Yeah, sure. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever motivates you, that's that. fine. Um, yeah, you did a great job, and, and we Thank appreciate you. all the hard work and dedication and showing up. And it's a, it's a, it's a tough internship because mm-hmm. it's so early. You have to really to succeed here. You, you have really, to really have... have a brain disorder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's <Not> true. <laughs> you have to fully invest yourself into the show, or else you're not going to make yes. it. You're not going to understand why you guys say the things you do, why we talk about the stories that we do. Uh-huh. So you really just kind of have to. Immerse yourself in the little Riz show pool and yeah, just let let the Riz show just like, wash just, over, just wash wash over, over you. you. That's right. <laughs> oh, no. Now we do have to hit you with the with the red laser before you leave. <laughs> <laughs> the, the men in black thing. Right. Yeah, now you know the secrets. Now you know where the bodies are buried. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, I want to before we get out of here, before we do the real fake results, I want to say that um, on sale now up at 1057thepoint.com slash store for a limited time. The I Shaved for This T-shirt. Looks wonderful. Isn't it a nice looking shirt? It is. It says, I Shaved for This? <laughs> it looks or, is, or is it I Shaved for This? Hey, man, once you buy it, it's your shirt. You can say it however you however want. However you want. So I think we're going to have them on sale. Um, I mean, just for, for 
a, a week or two. That's yeah. it. Okay, cool. Limited run. Get them while you can. Get them while they're hot. I shave for this. 1057thepoint.com <laughs> slash store. All right, it's time for the uh, real or fake results. Jugs and orbs and darts and gourds. Elmer fuds and bouncing Buddhas. Sweater stretchers, lung protectors. Beach umbrellas, frost detectors. Scooby snacks and snake eyes dice. Jello molds and high beam lights. Every day I probably use 99 words for boobs. All right, yeah, here we go. All right, time for the real or fake results. Sponsored by Patricia's We're Fun and Fantasy Meet. And by the way, Sticks, uh, even though you're ending your internship mm-hmm. today, you continue on in the contest. Yes, of course. So you must submit your picks. Or Set your alarms. Up. Wake up. I almost mm-hmm. won. And that's what happened to me. I was out of the internship. Yeah. I lost it. I blew it at the very end. Yeah, because so. you have... In fact, you're the the reason we market zero. We tell you everybody market, market zero because of Mac. Market <laughs> zero. Yep. No picks. Market Set your zero. alarm. <laughs> All right, 1057thepoint.com slash can. See the cans in question for week number three. And the punishment, you know what the punishment is? It's walk home. What? From yeah. here? Yeah. That's right. Oh my god. <laughs> Who's the most screwed in that? Me. Oh, Nine hours, fifty-eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm eight hours and... and you are insane. Yeah. I'm eight hours and 40-something minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's walk Does on. one of you want to borrow my dog for motivation? No. Okay. No. All right. Well, well. To have the dog chase us home? <laughs> he'd pull you. He's, he'd pull you easily. So, uh, yeah, if you lose, uh, you're walking home. Oh, my God. That sucks. This is probably the most brutal punishment. Yeah, I would yeah. say so. And, yeah, easily. So just don't lose. Someone's got That's to. the whole thing. Somebody's got to. <laughs> All right. So as uh, as it stands right now, I am your king of cans with seven points. Moon and Patrico, six points. Burton, five points. Sticks, four points. I mean, still early in the competition. Mm-hmm. And do we have a date for the Waffle House punishment? Uh, promotions is crossing the T's and dotting okay, the I's. Great. Yeah. We have a date. We just can't officially say it yet. 24 hours inside the Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's one point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. You lock it, you two points if you're right, zero points lock that if you are wrong. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are we doing? One, two, three, right? That's it. All right, here we go. Description of photo number one. Photo number one, this lovely lady has on a uh, flannel shirt. She has tied it up. Uh, she forgot the button, a few buttons here. She does have a black bra underneath. Not showing a whole lot, but definitely showing enough here. And everybody on this photo has gone real. This is Styx's lock oh, of the week. Gosh. So photo number one, we're all real. Sticks, this is her lock. Mac, photo number one, real or fake. Photo number one, we got listeners saying 92% agreeing with you guys. They're saying real. Yeah, they're right. They're real. Woo! Points guaranteed for Sticks. That's a great final day there. It's a good start. Guaranteed points. All right. I got eight points. Moon's got seven points. Trico's got seven points. Jeff, six points. Sticks, six points. We can skip the next one. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is, this is. We can skip the you know, You know what I didn't even realize before? But this there's a border a... on this picture. Yeah, it's very it's fun. Fancy border. Oh, I see that. Mm-hmm. That would have come into play, too, for me. Fancy, yeah. really? I, I blew this. What a cute little frame. Yeah, she's yep. got it. This lovely lady here. Would, the fact it that it's may... got a frame? Yeah. 
Shows that she went into extreme detail. To yes, this. yes, yes. Right. So, right. so this lo- this lovely lady here in photo number two, she's got uh, she's got this is a this is a Vegas poolside bikini on. Yeah, it's got the zipper on it. The zipper itself is a beer bottle opener. No, this is a flow trip. This that is a flow a trip. Oh no, it's not. Oh yes, it oh, is. Oh, flow trip. Mar- 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 this is a club. This is this is no. That, that's too fancy. Float trip, for flow trip bikini top. I don't know. That's a little shinier than I would wear on a float trip. No way. That's fuzzy as it gets. That is that is Vegas cabana. Yeah. The fact that it's got a beer opener for you a zipper. So who's <laughs> okay, if it was camo and had the beer opener, then yes. But yes, I don't know. I'm thinking I agree it's a with that Vegas. as well. Uh, however, everybody went real on this, except for Moon, who's on Fake Island. Moon is on. Oh, no. St- sticks, did you go? Oh, no. Moon is on Real Moon's Island. On everybody real went Island. fake. I'm sorry. Everybody else. I, was yeah. say, I was like, wait a second. I, I flipped I, it around. I, I wish I went fake. I flipped it around. Let's, Everybody's fake. Let's settle Moon's down, on everybody. Real Island. Everybody's fake. Moon is real by himself. If I get this, it's purely luck. I'm not even going to celebrate. <laughs> You're not celebrating? If I get this right, I, I won't would. Ce- no, because... Why would you not celebrate? I would because I wish I could change my vote. I'm not going to clearly say I wish I could change my vote and then celebrate getting something right when... Uh, my, I, would, I would celebrate God, like crazy. Uh, I'll Mac, this. Do you number two, real or fake? All right, listeners weren't as sure on this one. We had 82% going fake on this one. Yeah, they're fake. Oh! Yeah! I told you. I, I blew this. I blew it. The border, the beer opener, the zipper, all, all signs. And what was I doing? And the border matches the top, too. Like, it's the same color scheme and everything. Ooh, what was I doing? Great. Nine Imbecile. points for me. Eight points for Patrico. Seven for Jeff. Seven for Sticks. Sorry, Moon, I'm out of points. Let's <laughs> go. <Cool. laughs> all right. And finally... Patrico, photo number three. Photo number three, ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves some ham, bro. This lovely lady is taking care of her nails, and uh, it was pretty much uh, agreement across the board here. Everybody went real. Uh, all of us except for Sticks has locked in. All right. Oh my all right. Oh, my gosh, indeed. If you guys get locked out. <laughs> I hope everybody gets locked out. <laughs> if we get locked out, stay. that means Sticks will end her internship tied for the lead. I'm, and I'm, just think I'm about this. For you. If, if, if these are real... That means everybody except for Moon boobs swept. <laughs> all right. We're all real. Everybody except for Sticks is locked in. Photo number three, Mac, real or fake? Listeners saying 93% real. They are real. Yeah! yeah! Right, I'll take that boob sweep. You guys all deserve it. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, man. Thank you. I cannot be mad at that. That's a good myself. sportsmanship right there. Oh, I, I totally don't deserve a point. All right, so here's how we go into week number four. I have 11 points. Moon's got nine points. Patrico, 10 points. Jeff, nine points. Sticks, nine points. All right. That's that. We're halfway home. The Rizzuto Show. Yo, I gotta have sex tonight. Showtime! What it is, is what it is. Why don't you put that on your Good Morning Missouri wake up broadcast, bitch? Let me clear my... Well done, Sticks. Thank you. 
I think that's it, man. Blog of the podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Energy up. Energy up. Thank you, Sticks. Thank Great you. Great job. Mac is next. All right, we'll leave you with a selection. Oh, hang on. Yeah. It's vitamin C, huh? Vitamin C. What happened to her? She, that was it. <laughs> she done graduated. Andrew Wendell is our Team Riz member of the day. So we get to pick our uh, final song. He wants to hear uh, this one from uh, this band. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.